Jordan. Welcome to the okay, okay. podcast, everyone. And thanks for your time, Soliner. Uh, for those of you who don't know Soliner, he is an add-on developer. Um, if you've never heard of him, he's the guy who made Combat Metrics, Untaunted, which <laughs> I think everyone uses, and he, I believe you also made Constellations, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so these are uh, pretty big add-ons. Uh, for example, let, let's see. Combat Metrics has a total of about 3.3 million downloads. That's a lot of downloads or, or downloads slash people. Yeah, but you can you can cheese that number, right? Oh, uh, I suppose. In what way? You just you just put out lots of tiny versions, and then people just grab them by a minion or whatever. Oh, is, is is that how you cheese your parse on USOU? UI? <laughs> yes, yes. That's, oh. that's how you do. <laughs> okay, well, okay, well, we'll cut that in half then. Okay, you got 1.5 million people. Uh, I, I guess. But, I, but I haven't done that really. I mean. <laughs> okay, and uh, constellations is the one of the m- more most often used uh, add-ons. I think not just by players, but also by content creators like. Um, you know, Outcast, Skinny Cheeks, and every, pretty much everyone else. Um, and Untaunted is an add-on that, uh, you know, I think almost every tank uses. I mean, it's it's just such a helpful add- helpful add-on. And I'm not really too familiar with your other add-ons like Improved Death Recap, Pen Test. I have heard of Improved Death Recap. Um, I haven't heard of Pen Test or Group Damage Share, really. Yeah, group damage share used to be something similar to Hodo Reflexes in, mm-hmm. in terms of um, sharing group damage with the same method. And then I was kind of waiting for the author of some well, library that it uses to um, send data back and forth to upgrade it a bit so you can somehow manage how different well, different aspects are sent, like um, then also share ultimate stuff at the same time. But he never got around to do it, and at some point, uh, he just then got photo reflexes, and well, that works works pretty well. So I even kind of uh, yeah put uh, group damage share to to sleep because I don't even use it myself. So okay, but you've made quite the impact on I think yeah. So I mean, combat metrics alone is like everyone's always talking about it. Right? Everyone's always using it. Whether it's even PEPs, I think uh, sometimes use combat metrics just to look at what kind of debuffs were on them during a duel or something. Uh, PVE is a lot more so in raids or even four main content. And uh, you know, a lot of console players talk about combat metrics too, saying that they want combat metrics on uh, <laughs> on their platforms. Uh, I guess my question to you, as an individual and a player, is what made you decide to make these add-ons? And how did you even get started on these? Ah, oh, well, for for combat metrics, I wanted to know whether scathing mage was worth on a Magla when Imperial City came out. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so we got a pretty small origin story behind one of the most talked about add-ons and one of the most used add-ons in, in ESO. <laughs> That's it. Well, back back then. Um, there was um, FTC, uh, right. Foundry, right. Tactical Combat, as 
the main add-on for getting DPS and stuff. Yeah. Um, but you couldn't see, I think, buff uptimes, at least not in the version back then, I think. So, um, yeah, I was discussing on this this um, page on Tumblr Foundry mm -hmm. with some people whether Skating Mage would be worth on a Templar or not, and we figured we need to know the actual uptime numbers. Right. And yeah, so I started started working on something that could track buffs and and uptime. That's I guess was the first defining feature, or is it even still the main defining feature of why people use uh, combat metrics, at least over some other DPS meters that are out there. Right. Yeah, oh. and then just went from there, tried to figure out what, what else can I gain on useful information to just, um, well, theory craft and improve myself. Okay. And that, <clears throat> actually, um, how, but also, how did, how did you, like, get into add-on making? Wait, which actually, which was your first add-on? Combat metrics, right? No, no, it was uh, improved death recap. It was improved which, death recap. Okay. Which is sort of a similar, how to say, a similar thing as combat metrics in the sense that it just collects combat events, right? So I get this damage and I get heal and right, uh, and it displays that. It just displays what what happened in the last moments before you died. Because um, it was pretty soon clear that the uh, death recap from from Zenimax yeah from the game is very inaccurate is, and the tips are very inaccurate. It's just something. <laughs> it's not really inaccurate. It's just um, not providing the information in a, in a useful way, right? I mean, if, if it just stacks up the or sums up the dots to whatever incredible number, that's not useful. You don't know when the dots happened and if they right, actually contributed right. to to your death, right? Right. And I believe uh, P peers use this a lot. Quite a, quite a lot. Uh, improved death recount. But uh, I guess I guess my main question right then is, how did you get into like how did you get into just data making? Are you a programmer? Do you work with code? Um, I'm I'm actually not a programmer. You're not actually a programmer. Okay. No, no. Um, I'm a physicist. Um, You're a physicist. That's pretty doing cool. Doing my PhD. Doing my PhD at the moment. And um, well. Okay. I sort of know some programming. Okay. It's all self-taught. So I guess all so you need for making an add-on is a PhD in physics. <laughs> you can also just do it if you if you're into programming, I guess. Okay. Okay. Basically, you just need to be smart. <laughs> you know that that might explain why I can make my own add-on. No, I'm not very smart. I wonder if you, if you actually could. I mean, you need to be good at, at logic and structural thinking. Then it's then it's okay. So would you say anyone can make an add-on? No, not 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 anyone. You need really need to 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 have some. I, I guess you need to be good at math or something like like logic and like formulisms and and, and abstract com concepts and stuff like that. Then mm. then then you're fine. I think it was uh, Wheels, I think, who said most people could probably make an on uh, if they got into it. And they don't need prior experience in coding. But do you, do you think prior experience in coding is required or would basically help maybe? It, it, it helps because um, there are some basic <laughs> concepts that are that work in almost every programming language, right? Um, 
okay. starting with some something simple like if the value is like this then do that and and so on right the classic if then else um concept and then there are loops where basically you repeat something over and over again and then you just need to yeah be creative in a way to find find out what to do with these building blocks to to get what you want and this kind of problem solving that's i guess the the more complicated part but in the beginning just to get some text to appear to show you like which zone you're in or something i guess most people could do that and there are tutorials out there that that people can get into if if, if they like to try and yeah in the end then for something like combat metrics it's just a ton of work i mean you wouldn't start out and uh, certainly i didn't when i started out on it to imagine something like it is now just in the beginning i had some ideas and while i was working on it i had some more ideas and then it grew into a first version and eventually it became what it is now right yeah it's yeah. pretty good it's pretty cool And you mentioned you are working on the PhD in physics right now? Yeah, I'm uh, about to finish it. I'm just working on a, a scientific publication at the moment that I need to get out. And once I'm finished with that, I will just write the thesis and then uh, then I'm done. Oh, okay. And uh, you are from PCE, right? Yes, yes. I'm from Germany. From Germany. All right. So the best add-ons come from Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's surprisingly many German-speaking add-on makers. They're not all from Germany, but like the awesome guild store guy, he's uh, I think from Austria. Oh yeah, uh, Shisu's, right? I think. No, no, that's no. Just, wait, uh, wait. Shisu is it's, I don't uh, know from where he's from. He, uh, he Shisu makes P PVP add-ons. Silent City is the. the well, guy I think Shisu made uh, it's okay. Maybe it's not awesome guild store. I think it was guild tools. I think. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Guild tools. But also like uh, I had to to no, I mixed them also with someone. Okay. Uh, speaking of other add-on uh, developers, and you know this isn't talked about a lot. I mean, we do talk a lot about add-ons, their impact on the game, and mm -hmm. you know we, a lot of people kind of use them without a second thought, especially on PC. How, like exactly how many add-on developers are out there, and how big is the community for add-on developers? Because just like there's a community for role players or PVEers or whoever, you know, there's surely community for you know add-on developers. Um, I guess no one really thinks about that. Uh, I guess how 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 big would you say it is? Ooh, that's a tough question. Um, there are a couple. I would say around. 15 to 20 maybe which are sort 15 of 15 to 20 bit, which are organized on a on a on a, on a chat uh -huh. a little bit and um, then there are a few that well I've never heard really of uh, except them uploading something on on minion or ISO UI and so I guess it's maybe well not more than 50 in, in, in total 15 and most of or 50? 50. 50, and okay. A lot of them just have like one or maybe two add-ons and um, didn't even talk to, to, to any other add-on maker, probably just utilizing their programming skills that they in any way have, right? Okay. So I guess most of them are also just regular programmers who also work in the field, I guess, uh, do some programming somewhere. 
and yeah, just use his skills to yeah program them in the language that is required for for ESO add-ons. But for them, that's not nothing nothing special. They they I guess are fine with just getting into that and just doing it. Somebody commented earlier that you're basically the reason why uh, players want to transfer to PC from console. <laughs> So, and you said that uh, there's like 50 people, uh, about 50 people in the add-on developing community. Doesn't that kind of like, doesn't that kind of scare you that there's so few people? And and the game, I mean, at, at least on PC, uh, a lot of it, a lot of, like, you have basically, uh, potentially millions of people depend on you guys. Doesn't that kind of just, I mean, if one, if one of you like quits the game or... Uh, leaves the game what usually happens like let's say uh you 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 quit the game. i mean i'm not saying you're gonna quit the game or anything but let's say you quit the game who's gonna like what what happens to combat metrics what happens to uh you know all these add-ons well usually if, if if something like that happens that an add-on that that you like to use or that many people like to use um gets abandoned and and breaks then someone else comes along and fixes it so it's not like there are 50 that, that that's, that's an upper limit on the on the add-on creators that can be there there are many potential add-on creators or people who if there's a need for it could step in and and, and program i guess there are many programmers who maybe play uh, eso and have never really um programmed an add-on but if, if necessary and if, if something bothers them so to say then then they will step in and do something about it to me i mean that's the main motivation to make an add-on is that you that you envision something that could be better and then just try to try to make it right whether that's an add-on that you love that breaks and you want uh wanted to have it work working again mm -hmm. or if it's just um something new then well that's it that sounds very noble, to be honest. But it, it, it's still a bit. Uh, well, personally, to me, it's, it seems a bit scary that there's so few add-on developers <laughs> compared to like the re you know, relatively speaking, compared to like other communities. Um, well, but so far we, we've we've always always managed somehow. I mean, there have been right. several add-ons that have like dressing room has I think now three or four different people that took it over over time, and people just. Just keep it alive in some way or, or another. I mean, the good thing is that all the add-ons that you upload, they you upload the source code, right? So mm -hmm. everybody can just directly jump into it and 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 alter it or copy it or whatever. Um, so that gives a good environment for people to just um, yeah um, take it on and uh, yeah keep that on alive. So uh, there's a lot of misconceptions out there about add-ons i think um whether it's on the forums or wherever else that uh, uh certain add-ons i think there was a huge controversy uh not recently but a while ago about what was it miets miets pvp add-on or whatever um pe people were saying yeah, that's that, one of them yeah right right people were saying that it, it was too good or way too advantageous to have like it would let you know like if there was a knife blade in stealth or something near you or I, I forget exactly what the details of that of that was, but I think what happened after that was uh, the API changed, um, or yes. they changed the API. So I guess 
what's your opinion of add-ons in general? Like, do you think add-ons are, I guess, too advantageous? Or are they just too useful to kind of not utilize? Or at least for the people who don't have a good conception of add-ons, um, what would you say is probably the biggest misconception? Well, I don't know if there's actually a misconception, really. Um, yeah. I think, well, add-ons certainly changed the game in some way, and that can be very impactful, or, or maybe just not so much. I mean, there are add-ons that are just convenience uh, add-ons that show you just some information that you would need to go into menus to, to retrieve, right? Like just showing your, your spell damage or whatever on, on screen directly, so you mm. don't need to go into the menu. And then there are add-ons that show you some info that is not available to, to people, which uh, give you an advantage, right? Like um, you mentioned Mietz, which basically just figured out some combat events that were happen in, that happen in the background when some Nightblade or whatever was sneaking around you, and it would read out that this is an enemy in some way or another, and um, then show you, watch out, there's an enemy sneaking close by. And obviously that's something that uh, goes a bit against the well, design of the game, when someone is sneaking close to you, you're not supposed to know it. That's kind of the point of there being a sneaking ability, right? Right. So, in that sense, it's just an, well, an aspect of the game that can can have an impact. And then it's also, I guess, someone needs to decide, in that case, Zenimax needs to decide whether that um, fits into their vision of the game in terms of game design or not. Do you, do you so ever... In that case, I think it was uh, was good that it was banished because it was kind of changing the game in a way how it wasn't meant to be. Hmm. Right. I mean, I, I agreed with the API change if it was that advantageous. Um, although there seems to have been other uh, things in the past that led to API changes. Like, I think people complained that, you know, uh, people in their groups or like, you know, pug groups would be able to see mm -hmm. how much DPS they're doing. Like, basically, yeah. where, where would you draw the line with that? <laughs> Between being well, able to see what, uh, you know, I, other I, people do in terms of DPS and then being able to, you know, like, see if someone's stealth near you. I, I yeah, well, I personally think that in a game, um, I'm, I'm more for transparency and stuff, so I would be in favor of seeing the group member's DPS. But... Um, because I personally wouldn't wouldn't hold it really against them. I mean, if I just join, for example, a, a pickup group in, in a dungeon or whatever, I just, well, I kind of expect that I can get like um, players who, who are new and who don't know what to do exactly. Um, that's that's fine for me. If, if I join a, a group finder like that, then that, that's something that can happen that you can expect that. Uh, um, if I don't want that, then I just find some friends that I know are capable and run with them. Okay. So, yeah, I'm in, in, in the case of the of the group DPS thing, I was more for, well, exposing it. Um, I Before I played, or before ESO came out, um, I played World of Warcraft, and there it was kind of a stand-up. So it didn't feel like something problematic to me. But I guess some people felt threatened and... Yeah, felt like they are somehow exposed and that they get negative backlash because they were not uh, confident in their abilities or whatever. I don't know. 
it's not something I completely understand, but um, well, it is what it is, and okay. we have to live with it now, right? Yeah, right. Uh, you mentioned earlier uh, something about Zoss. How often do you or add-on developers do you do you guys ever communicate with Zoss about like the API or uh, add-ons in general, or is it just sort of like a, do they reach out to you if you know <laughs> if they think certain add-ons are you know um, like Miets, the case of Miets earlier. Like, um, I, I, or do you guys like um, find Miets? out from the patch notes like the rest of us? Oh, the API has changed. Uh, okay. Um, most of the stuff we find out from the patch notes. Mm -hmm. In some cases where it's not too critical, um, we get some info about some some API changes. Sometimes we wish for API changes um, that get implemented, that make our life easier. Um, since a couple of years, there has been the lead UI designer um, sometimes um, joining the, the, the chat room I mentioned earlier and um, well, right. hanging, hanging out there a little bit and um, responding to questions um, if you tag him and stuff like that. Um, there is a forum on Azure UI, which they also read. Um, so these um, UI designers are also active there. And so there's some communication going on, but it's not like we get to know any anything crucial about what what's what's going on in the next uh, DLC or whatever, right? So, and also most of our ideas of what we would like to have, uh, well, uh, either go unanswered or they are clear indication that it's not going to happen. <laughs> well, like what? Like what? <laughs> Well, I don't know, like, um, well, crown stores of limits, for example. So anything that makes, even if uh, UI change how the crown store is displayed is not possible. Oh, okay. It's clearly a black box for us. Um, also tooltips, um, we cannot change the, well, the, the top of the tooltip, so to say. So if you, if you look at the skill, like everything that goes until the skill, uh, skill description is, um, fixed and we can just add stuff below so there are some 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 limits to that and and they won't won't change anything of course also like this uh, we wanted to have some sort of um hidden um channel or whatever that makes it easier to share information um between clients like basically to avoid the whole mapping situation that you have in holo reflexes and have a more direct way of communicating across different clients you also don't get this mm -hmm. yeah Someone asked a good question just now, I and mean, I guess this is something we should have probably covered earlier. Uh, for like you know people like me, what's an a what does a what does API mean? Because I think we're gonna probably come across some terms that people aren't familiar with. Ah, uh, API. What does it mean? I don't even know exactly. It's some the interface, but uh, okay. I would need to to Wikipedia to, to check. <laughs> it's basically the um, the interface between the programming language and uh, the, the gaming client to, to offer mm -hmm. up information, right? And whenever um, that's changed, you, have, uh, you guys have to like also change the add-ons. Uh, yes, although I have to say in the past years, not much has changed in, in many aspects of the game. I mean, there are some obvious changes that uh, have been introduced, like last patch we got this um, sticker book. So that's a, a new addition that wasn't there before with some functions related to that. Right. that um, for one thing, um, we call it a uh, Zos add-on. Basically, it's the, the main interface. Um, it's also written in Lua, and it's basically also a reference for 
for us to how to work with the program, programming language because there's no clear documentation there's no catalog of functions with an explanation what they do we just have a catalog of functions and we need to infer from their from their name and the parameter names what it's probably going to do and test it this all sounds so complicated you, you also mentioned uh, Lua or LUA, uh, and that's a programming language for the people yeah, who that's yeah, a programming don't language. know. And how, I think how, it's called Lua. Is, I don't think it's an acronym for something. Yeah. And how, how hard is it to learn, you would say? I tried doing uh, it, and it was like, what the heck is going on, dude? <laughs> I just couldn't do it. I, I would say it's a very simple programming language because uh-huh. it's very readable like reading the code can give you a good idea what you, what, what is happening there at least you, if it's properly written um, then you really see almost like English sentences right if spell damage is bigger than spell crit then uh, show warning or something like that right and right. this is almost a sentence that you can, can, can read and then you understand what's happening there um, most of uh, source code is, is written like that, pretty, pretty decent to figure out what's, what, what's going on. Is there like a... Yeah, you know, there are definitely code. way more complicated um, programming language. Oh there, yeah, but... for sure. I just, uh, I don't know, I just couldn't, I just couldn't do it personally. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm gonna have to revisit it at a later point. But, uh, yeah. Uh... Like, do you? I have a personal question for you. Do okay. you do you ever get like recognized in game for for the for the add-ons you make? I mean, like I said earlier, not a lot of people think about the people who make the add-ons, right? Like, you know, you can go to ESO or you can go to Minion or ESOUI.com and be like, oh, yeah, I'll just download common metrics or anything. And I do know that some add-on developers, uh, you know, put put like donation links out there and stuff like that. So, does anyone ever recognize you? Or like common metrics, or untaunted, or constellations, or well, a few people, of course. Yeah, a few people. Sure. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. <laughs> but, but not that. Uh, well, not not that many. Um, there have been people in my rate group for for half a year before noticing it. Okay. So. Oh oh yeah, you have a rate team. You said right. You rate you have you have one team you rate with on PCU. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Did they ever just like? I guess like. Did they, did they just figure it out one day, or did, did they did they just know beforehand? Um, I don't know exactly. Some people figured out at some point, uh, but I guess some people have known when I joined already because um, two people who invited me already knew that I was um, well, add-on developer on combat metrics and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I guess they might have been told, but yeah. A lot of people, so if I just join a like daily random or whatever, then I rarely get anyone ever noticing that I'm an Adam developer and did anything there. Also with, with um, donations, I, I guess I got like five in total so far. Oh, okay. Five donations? Oh, that's pretty good, that's pretty good. Uh, I guess... What's your what's your main role in the game? Is it DPS? Uh, at the moment, I'm DPS. I used to be a healer, uh-huh. like four years ago or whatever. 
But now I'm just a DPS player. My main is a, a Mechler, which I can't play really at the moment. <laughs> at least not in the... <laughs> well, I, I play it in dungeons and, and, and all that's fine, but I can't play it in, in the raid group. Right. Um, right. We're trying to do some, some content that's tough for us, so I cannot really justify playing a Templar there. Um, Are you the best player? In the in the in the regroup? <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, you got the be. top three, I would say. All right, all right. Um, I, but I, I'm but I'm also raid lead, so that's. Uh... Oh, you're you're the raid lead too. <laughs> yeah, I'm the raid lead. Oh my lead gosh! Too. Oh and man. I, that that honor, so to say, uh, fell onto me a couple of months ago because no, like it always is, nobody. Felt comfortable stepping up, so well. Yeah, right. Really, really to, to avoid the to avoid the disbanding of the red group. That would have been, I mean, way more annoying for me. <laughs> wow, I don't know. Like that, you guys are really. That's like, you know, if someone does bad, that's like being exposed like ten times <laughs> through, through your add-on, through like ESO logs, through the game. <laughs> but you've you've got quite, you've got quite the resume. Like you, you got a PhD, in, or you're working on a PhD in physics. You make some of the most used add-ons, and you're really that's all. That's that's quite a hefty list. <laughs> I'm, I'm still wondering whether I can put that in the resume, or, or maybe not. I don't know. Oh yeah, I'm sure you. I'm sure. I mean, I think that's something you can put in the resume. This thing. I guess it depends on the job. I mean, if it's something oh, yeah, with yeah. programming, I, I I think I would put it. I guess it's a pretty big project by now lots of lines of code you mentioned you came over here from world of warcraft do you still play world of warcraft or do you main eso or no nah, i completely i i think i stopped even for a year before i started with with eso okay. ESO, and and how long have you been playing uh i think eight years so i played it from release to um what's called no, Lich, Lich King, right? Hmm. And how about ESO? Something like that. And then, yeah, I started with uh, ESO when it went basically on release. Like three days earlier or whatever. Something like that. And yeah, until now, without without interruption. In the beginning, I was a healer, as I said. Right. On, on my on my Makla. And then later, I switched to DPS. There was a time when I was not raiding. I guess that was the time that Combat metrics got developed the most. Mm -hmm. uh, so basically, I was like half in hibernation of, of, of playing and just coding. <laughs> just do my daily daily crafts and not much more, even maybe a dungeon run here and there. You, so you've been playing I guess since good, release. Good for the add on. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, definitely, for sure. Uh, so you've been playing since release, and I believe. Oh, combat metrics came out in what 2016, if my memory is correct, around there, or maybe maybe I I, even, I think it was around. Thieves I don't Guild, know, maybe I can or try before Thieves Guild. I remember. I don't. You know, like a lot of people. <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of people. You know, it, the the game has changed so much since release or since beta. I mean, since you know release, right? It's changed so many times, so so much. 
it's kind of really if you went back in time to 2014 2015 and you compare the game back then to the game now it, it's such a drastically different game in my opinion and i i feel like that's that could be said the same for you know add-ons um like i don't recall uh, I mean, I, I don't know how many how many add-ons would you say there are on the ESOU UI at this point? Like a thousand, two thousand, maybe? I don't know. Probably, yes, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, since release, there's been more and more and more add-ons, and uh, and I guess, do you think players have become too dependent on add-ons at this point on PC? Well. Yes, in a, in a sense. Um, if the add-ons would go away now, like, and we would be forced to play, like, uh, on console, then people would feel that. That would be devastating to a lot of weight groups and um, would take a lot of time to, to to get used to. Also, how to do um, daily crafts, even though with the last patch there was some some help from, from, from Zenimax for console players on that regard. And all kinds of situations in the game where you, like harvest map or all the stuff that right. we've been gotten used to. So in that sense, yeah, we have become dependent on them, but I guess there's no reason not to because there's no indication that the, uh, the add-ons are going away. I mean, by now also the, the API is, is pretty fixed in a lot of uh, regards unless they start to redesign something, which is then kind of a game design decision. Um, there's no big change to to be expected. Like like add-ons like Harvest Map probably will work forever unless they change something generally there. But there's no real benefit for 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 us to just change the API API around because it also hurts their own uh, interface in the end. I mean, most okay. of the API is just stuff they they use on their own to draw the interface um, like we see it. Speaking of, you know, add-ons being updated or add-ons working forever, um, what, you know, I think uh, a lot of people just, like, do it without questioning it. Like, uh, every every up patch or update, uh, you know, they just update the add-ons through Minion or manually through ESO UI. Uh, what, like, what, what are the changes often? Is it just bug fixes or... And I'm familiar that you, sometimes, like... For, like, for example, like an add-on like Godson, you can just change the version in the file and it'll be quote-unquote updated. Like For you, for your add-ons, is it bug fixes or just like version updates? And most of the necessary stuff is just uh, version updates. Mm -hmm. Sometimes bug fixes are necessary because of in case some API stuff does change actually. Um, depends a bit on which which area your add-on works, um, if that happens more frequently or less frequently. Like recently they did some changes to the, the interface um, by adding subcategories that we previously only had with add-ons, right? So all the add-ons that depended on that a bit and displayed some icons there, they needed to ad adapt because of course there were clashes, some stuff wasn't there anymore that you expect to be there in your code. Um, but other add-ons just basically bump the the number that you need to that you need to update to be shown as a not a, an out of date item, which is really just that. And uh, we're actually trying to get get them to drop this feature because it's kind of pointless from from 
the view of most other developers. It's, okay. it's really just a number and you just right. update it and right. it doesn't say anything whether your code <laughs> works or not. I think... Don't uh, no, go on, sorry. Uh, it might have been useful in, in, in the early past, maybe in, in beta times and maybe the first few versions because then the API was changing a lot and this number right. made sense and that you kind of gave sort of a, a statement that you have checked that, but these days there are so little changes and you don't expect anything to break really and if there is anything then you will fix it anyway. Uh, I've noticed that sometimes people... What is it? Sometimes people at you in USOU or just kind of list the bugs with common metrics. I guess uh, is there anything new with common metrics this patch that you guys would that you would want to let everyone know about? No. No. <laughs> um, the last update that I the last functional update that I made was um, a bit redesigning this um, ability panel with the timings. Mm -hmm. I try to give a bit of an insight in where your weaving can be improved. Probably one of the most complicated things I've ever done there, actually. And okay. aside from that, there were some 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 issues with buff tracking. Um, at the moment, there are some some buffs are not being reported by the API, at least not the normal way um, on target dummies. So you don't see, for example major breach on target dummies. And I'm not talking about uh, the trial dummy here, which obviously can't get it anymore because it has a permanent uh, buff on itself that right. you cannot override. But also the smaller dummies, they can't get major breach shown at the moment, even though they get it. So there are some combat events that show that they get it, but to use them is always a bit dangerous. I mean, I try to avoid um, making specific cases for specific bugs because that becomes a headache to maintain with every patch i would need to check um did any anything change with major breach did any anything change with minor breach and so on are there any new buffs that i need to implement some procs from some new sets or whatever so i i want to avoid that so i want to have a general system in there that tracks any buff mm, okay and at the moment this doesn't work for 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 dummies with some major minor bu um, buffs because i think of some mistake they they did there that they have to fix I told them where I see this, and um, I hope they will fix it. How much time do you typically invest into your add-ons? <laughs> well, let's see. You got one, two, three, four, five, six, six add-ons well, that you made. It depends. I mean, I can, I can always put put more effort in it, and I can also just avoid it for for a while. But life, and all uh, that. I will always. I will always try to fix any any apparent issues. Uh, I mean, lure errors that pop up and, and annoy people and stuff. I will always try to fix them or at least make them go away and find some band-aid until I get time to do a proper fix. But um, yeah, it really depends. There are weeks where I spend most of my weekend, like maybe 10 hours, 15 hours on a weekend to- 15 hours um, on the weekend? To, to code. <sighs> it's not that and, I don't you've, like and it. you've only gotten yeah. five donations? I don't know. That's 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 charity. <laughs> well, I also want to have it myself, right? So right, but still. Uh, but technically, I honestly most of the add-ons I do for myself, so so I have it and I can theory craft and check some things if if they really check out and uh, try to find 
figure out also like what's the best way to play if i try to figure out if i can improve something you know get get a little edge over whatever is out there and um so i have this motivation to do it and then the rest is just well uploading it for everyone to to use it as well that's that's fine for me mm -hmm. so you seem pretty passionate about eso like what makes you keep sticking with eso or at least, I guess, PvE. I don't know if you PvP or do other aspects of the game. Well, my main show is now rank 20 in PvP. That, that tells you how much PvP I've been doing. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't... I mean, for to, to get into PvP, I need, to, I need to somehow really get into it a bit more. Because... I guess I'm not the type that can do things just like I don't know, just just go with it and whatever, whatever whatever happens happens. I want to be some way good at it or somehow know what I need to do. And um, yeah, so I don't didn't have the time yet to to get into that. Also, I kind of dislike um, being a bit at the mercy of, of, of luck and with the performance that, that I've been seeing in, in Cyrodiil all the time, that's your risk of just sitting there getting getting a leg spike or whatever and then, then dying and that I would hate, I would really hate that. So that's kind of preventing me from, from, from going there. Okay, okay. Fair, yeah, fair enough. And uh, what was the question actually? <laughs> oh, the oh the question was what makes you stick with ESO? Ah, yeah. Well, one thing is of course, um, well the people, um, the people I I play with, right? Like 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 most people are, even if they are not playing anymore that actively, most people or a lot of people still stick around. Mm -hmm. uh, similar for me, but I really enjoy waiting and pushing myself and and, and trying to achieve something. Okay. And I don't need to be the first in there, so I don't need to be in the the best best rate group and doing the, the most uh, DPS on the server. But um, I want to well push myself and improve myself. I want to see an improvement. So that's kind of also the motivation behind combat metrics in the end, right? Um, but also, yeah, my reason to to to, to play it also. And generally, I like the game. I, like the, the the concept and the, the fighting and the way how things interact and well in some way i'm also pretty involved with it right with right be it with the add-ons or the add playing it for so long and so on I, I can't really imagine just just stopping i mean i might have to at some point if if time doesn't allow it anymore so much but um for now i'm i'm, I'm fine okay i just wanted to ask is that it just kind of ties back into my earlier question about, like, isn't it kind of scary that there's only about 50 add-on developers and if one of you quits, well, you know, or if a lot of people quit, like, I, we just, that that would kind of be, I don't know, it would take a while. Well, maybe, maybe view it like that. It's only, it only requires 50, 50 add-on developers to bring us the add-ons that we have right now. Right. Um, but there are potentially maybe thousands of, of add-on developers out there that could do it if there was a necessity for it. Right, but that's potential. Like, uh, yeah. like, like, uh, like I mentioned earlier, like we all said, uh, the add-on, the other add-on developer, 
uh, who's also uh, like you and ESV professor, he said, you know, anyone can probably make an add-on if they put their mind to it. But we're, we're, t we're not really talking about the potential, we're talking about like the current amount, which seems really small because I think I think probably it's the smallest community in ESO after hearing your numbers. Maybe maybe it. I'm also underestimating it. I mean, if you if talk about 1,000 add-ons, I wonder because um, it's not that that many people make that many add-ons, right? But I would say maybe 50 active. But yeah, that's a really small number. That's it's like yeah, but that's it's, like half the PV rating community. Number, right? <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. Maybe one needs to 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 just check on on EZI and uh, or ask the, the the guys from there and how many how many add-on offers are there registered that actually uploaded something. I think there might you might even get a user list somewhere there. Just don't know. Hmm. <laughs> What's your favorite add-on? Come metrics. Let's say the add-on that I would miss the most now would be Lazy Rig Crafter. Lazy Rig Crafter. Yeah, yes. that's a pretty big one. Um, and for those of you that know, that's. Uh, that's the add-on that pretty much autopilots you through your crafting rents. Yeah, yeah. But that's... Um, but that's kind of like like now. If I didn't have any information, I would really miss combat metrics in the end, or something like it. Mm -hmm. Doesn't have to be combat metrics. There are now some other solutions out there that at least give you part of the information. I think Bennett's UI also has some buff up times and stuff like that. So the, I might have, might be fine with that for a while or for longer even. If, if that were around when I when I started out, I might have not uh, made combat metrics. So if there's a solution around that I'm satisfied with, then I have no motivation to undergo such a such a huge huge task. <laughs> All right. So, who's your favorite add-on developer then? Well, probably the Sensitator, uh, the awesome guild store guy. The awesome guild store guy. He's a professional programmer and he has done a lot of um, things under the hood to make add-on development uh, um, well more easy right he has a lot of libraries that, that a lot of people use um, for example uh, lib add-on menu which is basically a really nice framework to put together a settings menu that almost all add-ons use or a lot of them at least if you go into your add-on settings you see a list there and um, that list is all add-ons using that library, right? Right, right. So I would say this is um, probably the, the the person that is uh, most important for for add-on development. And he's working on Minion Four, right? Whenever that comes out, I mean, no ETA. Oh, so Minion is also maintained by the the add-on developers. Oh, sorry, the. Uh... Minion program is also maintained by uh, you guys. Uh, it doesn't. It didn't used to be. There was some 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 guy that was working with the um, well, the creators of the of the Easy UI page, but they had some guy programming the minion for them, and um, then I guess they parted ways at some point, and now it's uh, done by one of the ESO add-on authors. Yes, but uh, it's just him alone working on that, uh, as far as I know. And he also needs to do it in his 
in his uh, spare time, so it's it's done whenever it's done. There's no use pestering about it. Although he has, I think, a right. Patreon page where he claimed if you if you donate, then he can spend more time on it because he's a freelance uh, programmer. So that's pretty cool, actually. And Minion Four, I didn't even realize it even needs to be a Minion Four. Well, the, the the core feature that it's supposed to have is to automatically download the libraries you need. Mm -hmm. So, oh, though, like right, because managing we have to manually, and stuff like that. Right, because right now we have to manually yeah. install the libraries. Yeah, and also deal with some shortcomings that have have become known over the time um, of, of Minion Three. Minion Three sometimes incompletely downloads um, the add-ons, missing some files, which causes issues. Sometimes it uh, gets stuck and doesn't update add-ons anymore. And well, it, often, it, it takes some time to realize that, and often creates a bit, a bit of confusion when people come and say this and this is not working. And you, as add-on developer, are confused because this should be working or this has been changed like uh, one year ago. And the solution isn't just that for some reason something got stuck and uh, didn't update for a year. It's always hard to to troubleshoot. Right, right. Basically, streamlining. Uh. We have, a, we have a question from someone in chat. Is there a reason there's a difference in the values from combat metrics versus ESO logs? I, I, I think I've seen people ask you this a lot, or at least bring it up at least. Well, if you, if you talk DPS numbers, one important thing is always the combat time, um, which might, uh, might be recorded different. Um, I think ESO logs takes the combat time for the whole group. So mm. you always need to take that into account in combat metrics uh, for the sake of producing higher numbers, which, which people always like. Um, just uh, looks at your first hit and your last hit and takes the time between those. Oh, okay. So that, that explains the difference. Partially, I guess. I mean, one could also look at the um, total damage output and see if that matches up. Um, if there are any differences, then yeah, one needs to hunt it down with, with, with detailed logs about what, what is happening there. Pretty tedious, but there can always be something that is missed or shown in uh, ESO logs and, and, and combat metrics because they are based on different um, different sources. ESO logs um, gets uh, a log output that is uh, written to hard disk that is different from what we get with the API. It has different sets of information. Some information is not shown there, like um, CP distribution, which you can't get on ESO logs. Um, some info is there, which um, I can't get in the API. Mm -hmm. Like some hidden buffs or debuffs that are simply not reported. Yes, so it's two different databases, so they lot. can lead to different results. Yeah, <laughs> but I think over the all the uh, all in all, they are pretty pretty consistent from what I've seen. So you you went into sort of like the very underwhelming uh, origin story about combat metrics, <laughs> which now has again uh, as I mentioned before. Over 3.3 million total downloads, which you also kind of mentioned you can cheese. Uh, what's the what's the origin story behind Untaunted? Because to me, these are two very different kind of nature add-ons. I think that was my my very brief history of trying to, trying to get tank. into tanking. Uh huh. What was it brief? Why was it brief? <laughs> I don't know. I don't do it anymore. I just I think I tried to tank a couple of dungeons and then stopped because I just didn't have the time. I mean, 
I'm mostly just great and, and make some add-ons and maybe help out other people with things here and there. So it's not that I'm playing um, constantly in, in, in fights, so to say. Um, and so far, I didn't find the time to, to well, follow that mm -hmm. um, to some, some, some more extent. So basically, you just want to try tanking and you made basically one of the best tanking add-ons. <laughs> well, I wanted to see when, how long my taunt lasts, right? I, if, if you start out as a, as, a, as a tank, that's kind of the, the right. first thing that you need to figure out. You need to develop a, a feeling for how long does your taunt last when you need to retaunt which mob it is. So I put together some helper for me to, to, to do that. And then um, I added some, some debuffs that a tank needs to... Um, well, needs to keep track of. And then a healer friend asked if I couldn't add this and this and this because he liked the way how it was displayed and how it could track multiple multiple units. And well, I said, at, at first I was reluctant because well, the scope was a tank add-on, but then I said, okay, I'll do it. And um, then we got um, all the other things for, for healers. And yeah, I kind of finished it at the moment because um, I added... Um, the capability of adding your own ability IDs, which you can always get with combat metrics, right? Um, to, to track. Um, because I plan at some point to do a, a buff tracker that kind of supersedes it. I guess at this point, um, I mean, there's so many things in the Untaunted add on here, like Track Crusher, Minor Breach, Major Breach, besides the whole. Uh, yeah, people I keep, kept asking me for, can you add this, can you add this, can you add this, so... Right. And yeah. I was, Zen, it sort yeah. of fits into the support set, into the support meter, I, I added it, so... You... I, I guess at yeah. this point, and I don't know if you have the insight for this, um, I have to ask... Uh, well, I guess it's a two-parter question. You know, you, you and the other add-on developers provide so much quality of life to... You know, like I said, there are potentially millions of players on you. So, it doesn't ever frustrate you guys that a lot of the add-on ideas or concepts aren't part of the base game, or do you guys just like is this just like more work for me or something like that? Well, that's kind of the mindset of a, of a programmer these days with with all kinds of well systems, electronic systems, right? If if something bothers you, you usually just fix it yourself. So um, for an add-on developer, if there's something missing from or lacking from, from the base game and mm -hmm. um, you have a vague idea that you could probably do it, then you just do it and uh, make your life easier and then you're happy. So there's generally the saying that programmers are just very lazy people and, and they only do stuff <laughs> to, to be more lazy in the future. I mean, It's kind of uh, the main motivation. I mean, 15 hours on the weekend, this is very lazy, you know? Working on an add-on. Yeah, well, I, I see the contradiction there. I mean, <laughs> it's also not every weekend, right? This weekend, I almost did nothing. I just started to look into a few reports for missing abilities and constellations, which I need to update. And in that sense, constellations is actually the the add-on that requires the, the most maintenance because the list of which damage source benefits from which um, CP. Mm -hmm. is uh, manually created because there's no API for that. I had to go through every damage ability to 
collect the data because in that sense unfortunately one has to say those cannot be trusted they are they are not consistent um there will be abilities that you find out are benefiting from tamatork when they shouldn't but they are right so you have to check them yourself and i guess the second part of the question is uh I, and this is why i mentioned i don't know if you have the insight on this why aren't they putting all, like a lot of these you know great add-on ideas and concepts into the into the base game like why isn't you know common metrics or untaunted even in base game features for you know also console players like what what what's like i don't know if you have insight again why did the why Zoss doesn't put these into the game i know for i i, I think uh i heard this a while ago uh there was this housing add-on developer i i forget the name um oh gosh i forget the name of this person but they i think they picked them up for the precision editor in the housing base game uh editor right yeah they did yeah yeah, yeah. So, a cardinal. oh yeah cardinal yeah Car oh my god how could i forget cardinal but <laughs> anyway cardinal <laughs> uh, they picked up cardinal as as, an, as i don't know if it's a as an employer in official capacity to work on the base game so i mean they clearly are interested in um add-on developers in their work but why i guess why aren't they putting these into the base game already well i guess they don't fit their vision of how the base game should should be in the end i mean when you when you see how they adapt certain features um they will adapt them to some extent mm -hmm. but they always have to fit in to not be overly complex um i mean have you seen the default uh, in-game buff and debuff tracker that's pretty complex already I mean, yes <laughs> it's just like a I, long I line of buffs and debuffs across the screen uh i don't know, I know, how that's, I know. yeah well it's 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 simple and it's uh and it's design if you think about it it's just one right. bar you cannot make 20 out of it and, and and make your screen into a total mess or something so i guess on some end this is important to them because but whatever you see from from them being implemented is always sort of yeah i don't know in some way a bit more simplistic a bit more minimal and i think that's the way they they, they want their interface to be in the end but this is all speculation i don't know actually but mm -hmm. something like combat metrics i cannot imagine in the base game ever why not because it's part of it at least part of it is way too complex and uh I think if, if, if people remember how uh, FTC looked in the past, that's more like what I imagine them being able to do. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, not yeah. being able in the sense that they couldn't do it better, but more like that's the most they will do, maybe. And maybe also a similar list with buffs that is, you know, Combat Medics is designed to show a lot of information on, or as much information on the screen as possible. I mean, they, I have a little bit of point there that i also want people to share a bit more about what they're doing and in mm -hmm. their builds also which is why there are a lot of sort of revealing numbers and in, in, in the screenshots that you take right um among them being that uh, what your average uh max magica or spell damage or the stamina versions of it um are how much um critical percent you have for critical damage 
um, that you can see, okay, if my build is like this, then you could kind of determine that this build is probably better and has a better output, and maybe I should go with that. Um, so it should allow this kind of comparisons. I try to put this a bit into the, these screens, into these typical screenshots that you take. That was also a bit uh, a motivation that I, that I had at some point. Okay. And um, this much information on the screen, if you look through the base interface, is very, you don't see this, right? If you look right. through the inventory, you just see like 10 items at a, at a time or something like that in the base in inventory. And um, so the, the general design I, that, they, that they follow, I don't really see them of, of, of showing something as complex as a Comet Matrix. For, for, for Untaunted, at least what I could imagine if they wanted to do that is like show some sort of marker, something more visible, like they show with, with, with buffs partially as well, right? Like you see some effect like um, Major Breach uh, or Elemental Drain, these, these uh, particles swirling around um, the enemy. So you could show there also some symbol a... over their head or whatever, right? I don't know if they... There, there, actually, there actually is a visual uh, effect. I didn't uh, even it's, know. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like, a, like a red mist kind of thing. Actually, I'll show it right now on the stream. Um, so if I'm going to taunt this NPC, there's like a red misty aura coming out from the Ah, oh, yeah, around the head. Yeah, True. but that's like... I mean, with all I the visual effects... I guess that's how console players play in the end. Right. But with all the visual effects around you in a raid or something, it's kind of hard to notice that. Which is why, you know, I know. me and other people who play tanks really love the add-on you made for for, for, for Untaunted. <laughs> it's, it's so much, so much yeah, easier. Yeah, so... I guess one is their vision, and um, the other thing is... Well, un unless they're, they're too bothered by it, like they were with, with Miats or with the group damage stuff. Right. Um, they also don't have the time to, to do anything about it, so... Because making it in a way that, that Untaunted doesn't work, but um, their buff tracker still works, is, uh, would be quite some work for them, I think. Oh, I just think they should definitely, I know, bring you or someone someone in to like fix that buff and debuff tracker. It's just horrendous. I mean, I say this all the well, time, but I, I, I watch like other people play ESO and some of the Mario console players, and it's just horrendous. Like. <laughs> Like, well, I, I disabled it because I did some 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 tests and I found it reduces my FPS too much. Right, exactly. And I actually remember when they first announced it when they released it, and I was so excited. I was like, "Oh my god, finally I can get rid of like one add-on." And then when they released it, I tried. I was like, "Okay, well, <laughs> this is probably not the way to go." Um, and you mentioned it was as part of your speculation as to why they don't put in like a lot of these add-ons like combat metrics or whatever into the game, base game. They want to have their own vision of the game and not have too complicated things. I guess, uh, what what do you think should be... What do you think they should prioritize next? Like, to put in the game? Because we do have precedents. Like, I mentioned Cardinal going to Zoss and then making the housing precision editor. We do have Multicraft now as part of the base game. Uh, I, I, they and with this update with Minecart DLC, they did update the inventory and the crafting UI. Um, I guess, uh, in your opinion, what do you think they should put in next or combat related? Oh, I don't know. 
I would I would love to see them bringing more clarity to to combat that you might need less add-ons or make it easier for the console people. Um, certainly would love maybe them going a bit out of their comfort zone at least of what they have been doing so far to show the visual aspects a bit more clearly because like it just showed this red mist gets totally lost in a in a, in a raid situation right so that would be my my wish so to say but um, i don't really see that they plan to go there i mean I don't know how, it always depends also on how, I guess, how much time they have on their hands to do stuff like that because um, new content might demand a lot of uh, contribution from the from the respective teams to, mm -hmm. to to implement that stuff, right? I mean, right. when they did the scrying stuff and so on, obviously they had to build something that, that uh, allows us to do that, that actions, right? Scrying and uh, excavating. So um, the teams were then, I guess, pretty busy with, um, yeah, making that. Okay, so we did hear the origin story behind Combat Metrics and Untaunted, and a little bit about uh, what is a group. Oh wait, sorry, improved death recap. What's the origin story behind Constellations? And this is again a add-on that a lot of people use, not just players but also content creators too, like uh, you know people from ESOU. Um, what's, what did you make, what did you decide to develop Constellations? It says here as part of the description, uh, optimizing DPS can be a rather complicated affair. Uh, while browser-based EP calculators are available, they still require you to get a parse, analyze it, and enter the data manually. So I guess in, in, in that sense, you're, uh, I think you touched on this, the laziness of the programmer, like you just want... <laughs> Like a shortcut? Is, is that why you made Constellations? Yeah, exactly. I wanted to have right. a shortcut. I mean, the, the history behind Constellations is a bit that they um, redesigned the um, champion point system at some point. Mm -hmm. And yep. back then, people were trying to figure out how it works. Um, so there were some people who went testing on PTS or something and checked out some, some, some first marks. And then um, I used that data to figure out the actual formulas behind the, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And then, just out of convenience, wrote a little optimizer that was not running in, in ESO, but just wrote something in Lua, sort of, that um, that would calculate like optimized CP distribution. And then, well, also the jump points became apparent, and um, right. things were a bit um, were a bit complicated by that. But at some point, I simply had the vision. Well, I have all these data and combat metrics. Shouldn't I be able to just calculate the optimal result from a fight and with just click of one or two buttons? And um, that uh, motivated me to to do it, right? To, to make cool. constellations, to have an in-game tool instead of tediously going to a browser, putting in all the numbers. Also, you needed to know. Um, you need to have some. Um, understanding of the game to know what is a dot, what is not a dot, because back then you would just um, click on um, some stuff in combat metrics um, and select them with, um, with the control key to, to see the percentage of the damage that they did, right? Mm -hmm. And um, to figure out what to set the, the browser tool to. So I just wanted to have a simpler solution to that. And I also thought, well, if people can just do that, 
just um, get a pass and just um, from that get the optimal champion point distribution for that fight, then that will help them greatly. So it would help me greatly and would help people greatly. Like lower the bar for, for well, optimizing your champion points. So right. I thought it was a good idea and then I just, well, I mean, followed up with it. It's not that big of an add-on. It's pretty to make. big. It's pretty big. <laughs> no, I mean just from, oh, just from the make. functional side, right? Okay, okay. <laughs> to make. It's not that big. The, the really hard part, as I mentioned, is that I need to collect the data for all the, all the stuff. And um, I tend to slack these days a bit, so some new abilities might not match perfectly. But mm -hmm. then again, um, that is not too important because changes in the champion points, like whether you have, I don't know, 61 or 66 points in an Elfborn or 56 and have them somewhere else, um, for example, doesn't change much. It, it changes it by 50 DPS or something, which is kind of meaningless. So. Um, People should also not be too too obsessed about optimizing their champion points. Once they're in the right area and you can easily just take them from the website right. from EZU, um, then you're pretty good to go and you're only optimizing the last fractional percentages or whatever to yeah. to improve from there. The margins are very narrow once you enter the like you said, the right area. <laughs> yeah, it goes for green or not green, sorry. It goes for red CP as well. Like, as long as you got the yeah. gist of it, like, okay, in VSO, do I take more physical damage or elemental damage, then you're good to go. Um, okay, so that's that's a pretty cool origin story behind Constellations. They're definitely cooler than Metrics, where you were like, yo, I just want, yeah. <laughs> just want to find out. That, that, that was really the origin. That was <laughs> the first thing. And then I thought, well, if I can track one buff, I can just track any buff because... We might be in this situation again, right? So yeah, yeah. it kind of goes from there. I mean, just not just make a small item that tracks scaling mage uptime. I mean, I, it's still um, it's still pretty funny that that just one little thing, you know, it, it's helped so many people. It, like, I, I, I don't know if you know, but it's helped so many people improve. Um, not just DPS, but also you know tanks and healers. Um, all right, so we got the origin stories. Well, I, I know that I'm, I'm also part of that. Right, of right, right. Yeah, of course, but <laughs> I don't know how long. Uh, I guess I don't know. Maybe some someone else would have done it, but at the same time, you know, thank you. You know. Um, at this time, we there was something called combat analytics, which was also a little bit of a template of some stuff to to, to put in. Mm -hmm. um, but when they enabled the API to show the buffs of your group members that Adam broke because it was not um, written to deal with that amount of information and would then just uh, cause lag spikes. Uh, and uh, that was kind of the point when I think people switched from an add-on that was previously there that had some modular panels that you could put together um, then also to use more combat metrics, I think. Because that was the, the most detailed um, thing we had back then, maybe also we can't, uh, which is uh, always around in some way or another, but um, that was kind of the, 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 the po uh, point in time when I started to to um, have the feeling that this might become a add-on that uh, oh, yeah. becomes popular. Oh, I mean, again, it's a lot of downloads, <laughs> 3.3 million downloads. 
That's a lot. Oh yeah, the, the graph feature was also fun. Um, I wanted to have that to, to to look at stuff more on a one glance thing. Oh yeah, I mean, this is yeah, just, have it open now. Yeah, yeah, this is just packed with so this island is just packed with so much information. Not only do you like this kind of, I feel like we play Superstar. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Superstar add-on, but the yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this has pretty much replaced Superstar in my opinion. Uh, that it's just pretty cool. Uh, graph. I mean, there's so much information. And I love the combat yeah, log uh, where when I look through like healing receipt and stuff like that. I wanted to have that because I was sometimes in the situation of um, just trying out a few things and then I couldn't couldn't put together anymore. What did I wear with this uh, pass and what did I wear with this pass? So I need to solve that. So that was kind of also the start of, um, yeah, putting together the information about the gear you were wearing at that mm -hmm. pass or that fight so you can go back and see, okay, I had this and this was my, my best attempt, so maybe I should be doing this. No. So I guess there's also sort of a little story behind all the modules in the end, right? Oh yeah, for sure. That's why I'm always curious about like, oh, why why did Solonary or whoever make this add-on? Or how did they get started? Because um, again, like, not a lot of people think about the people who actually make the add-ons. We just kind of take it for granted. Okay, here's an add-on that tells you to uh, go here for this antiquity or uh, do this at this point in time to not die. You know, <laughs> so I mean, yeah, it's a yeah. I'm glad you came on to the podcast for this because, again, not it's not talked about a lot, or add-on developers aren't talked about a lot. Uh, well, thank you for having me. Having me. Oh, well, we're not finished yet, unless you want to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure, sure. I, I have time. Oh, well, I still yeah, have yeah. five hours. Five hours. What are you doing in five hours? Sleep. Sleep. I need to work tomorrow. Oh, okay. <laughs> what add-on developers are human? Okay, uh, how about pen test and group damage share? I guess you said you discontinued group damage share because of uh, Andy S's holder reflexes, or did you just discontinue because yeah. you didn't have time for it? Well, because I don't have any use for it, I think people should just use uh, holder reflexes mm -hmm. to do that kind of information. I mean, the only thing that um, group damage share also shows is like the how much your healer heal but this is yeah. in itself not uh, very yeah. useful information there's very limited cases where this is this becomes relevant to you right i mean since um Zenimax, um enabled the whole separation between actual healing and overhealing this has become a little bit more meaningful but mm -hmm. well not much in the end right because healers what we call healers are mostly supporters and um, healing is just one of the small aspects of what they do. What about Pentos? Um, Pentos was just... Um, I think I was starting to play Necro there or something like that. Okay. Because it also shows um, vulnerability and off-balance. I think that was one of the patches where this became sort of meaningful. And uh, I just wanted to have an direct display of how penetration looks like also to see a little bit where I'm at and whether I need to, to, to add more because penetration was always a bit it's always a tricky thing there is no good in-game handling of it right. so most of the stuff is done manually and I need to add the sources to it manually but I yeah just wanted to see what the, the penetration value is and um, to be able to react to it because in the end if you're not 
overpanning, then penetration is always the most important or the biggest improvement you can make, right? Mm -hmm. If you're missing out on 1.5k penetration, then uh, the set buff that you should get, like say monster set, for example, is uh, one that gives you penetration because that's the biggest improvement that you can have over spell damage or uh, crit buff. And, you... and I guess pendant test is at the moment the most accurate display. Um, the the stuff I recently built into there that also handles the um, mazes and uh, so the twin blade and blunt passive. Mm -hmm. um, this is not even in combat metrics yet, though I plan to add it. Um, oh, I assume okay. I have time for that. But um, this is a bit complicated because it has this percentage modifier that's a bit hard to implement. And what about improved death recount? I think you kind of touched on, uh, like, the game not being. I guess you didn't say it's not the, the fact that it's inaccurate. It's just not enough information. So what what happened with yeah, this? Yeah, what? Like, what happened? Like that made you go like, you know what? I want to see exactly what happened. <laughs> Did you die in Falcon Growlo? Did you get ganked in PvP? What's the origin story behind this one? Oh, I don't, I don't remember anymore the specific <laughs> instance of what happened. I just was uh, disappointed by the death recap by the Zenimax that you can do that better. You have, you mm. have combat events. Just show what what happened just before you died, what damage and what heals you get. This is mm. this is way more important than seeing like uh, that you got hundred k damage over the last ten seconds with some random dot or whatever. Right. Right. So I just want to know better. That's it. Right. Um, but um, yeah, improved death recap will also be discontinued soon. Oh, why is that? Well, I have a successor for it. You have a what? Oh, a successor for a... it. Oh, okay, okay. Oh. I have something that is like improved death recap, but for group. So it shows um, the group member details mm -hmm. also because improved death recap was only for the player themselves. So I'm working on that. Um, still needs a little bit of time, but. Uh, so it's, I'm getting so it's kind of going to be like uh, Lilith's group manager in a way? Yes, just a different interface solution Inter in the end. Okay. And I also have some way of um, automatically calculating some like view on a glance, which mm -hmm. should show you the most important stuff where you died on sort of an algorithm that needs a bit more to explain which you probably want to hear it's, but now but um it essentially looks like if you if you get some damage and then get healed then part of the damage is not relevant anymore okay um and then just tries to give you a little overview let me just check something here i can send it to you on discord a screenshot Oh, oh we got some juicy insider info. All right, all right. <laughs> work? Yeah, it does work. All right. Let me... uh, not, not the best example because there's just one damage source, but yeah. Pull it up here. Oh, this is this is what's going to replace uh, Imperial Death Recap. Yes. Okay. Wow. Okay. There. Okay. Let me look at this. Lord Falgrav and Blood Fountains. Wow. There. <laughs> There's a lot of information here. Okay. Well, oh. like, what the? You know me. 
I yeah, mean, you know yeah. my headhunts. That's kind of what, what I do. <laughs> and like these are the the devs at the at the time, or my devs. You see, um, on the top left, it's uh, the well person icon that I somehow dug out. It's also these icons you some most of the time I just try to dig them out from the UI just try to uh-huh. go through the list of textures to figure out what is uh, something suitable and in some cases I draw them myself so if, if people have have um, drawing skills to make such icons um, I mean you can always reach out to add-on developers and then and, and assist them I guess mm. if, if you feel that I'm not particularly happy with combat matrix icons for now oh you don't like the icons um, I think they can be better. Let's say it like this: they are fine, but they can be better. Like stuff like this, um, um, someone needs to do it right. And if, if it's me, it, I can only go so far. I mean, cannot do everything. I cannot be good at everything. <laughs> the hero we need but don't deserve. <laughs> so, so improving the icons there, like the the main icons on the left, or the icons that are in the in the little panel. Mm-hmm. I see. I think they could be a little bit more descriptive. Mm. Though, yeah. So for for that um, new add-on, just need to do some some settings and need to do some. At the moment, it's just collecting data with no way of getting rid of it. So at some point, it would lead to issues. Um, still need to work a bit on that and then also I plan to have some statistics like to show for one evening who died, how often and, and so on or who died. The deaths were mainly from this source. Stuff you also get on isologs, but um, some stuff you always want to just have a quick glance and just a couple of clicks to, to, to get to and um, so something like that I also want to have. So yeah, one yeah, of the okay. things I'm working on uh, when I have time. I mean, this is pretty cool that you're sharing this with us. I'm looking forward to this add-on for sure. Are there any other like future projects or plans for your other add-ons? Like, uh, I, I, you didn't well, mention common metrics, but like on on Taunted, you said you kind of finished with that. Or do you have any new projects you want to like work well, on? Untaunted is supposed. Untaunted is supposed to get superseded by a buff tracker, which can do the same thing as Untaunted, but mm-hmm. generally for buffs. So it will. Go somewhere in between our mastery and surrender, and it will be a buff tracker that's based on, on on sort of a whitelist, so to say. So you need to to add buffs that you want to track, and it doesn't show like every buff just on its own. But you need to specify what you want to see. And one feature I want to have there is to that you can share some sort of gibberish string. Um, text, gibberish text, that you can um, that basically encodes um, your settings, so you can can share them with your build for content creators, uh, in the hope to get some some people to. Well, you need to track this buff and this buff, and when this buff runs out, you need to recast it and so on. So for this kind of yeah. scenario, I, w- I want to have some nice solution. That's what you want. That's and um, and it should also. Well, it should have the features of, of Untaunted, so to say, um, to separate buffs by, by target and to maybe even group them then by target so you can see, okay, the boss has these debuffs and um, an ad named like this has this debuffs. You cannot always differentiate very well between ads with the same name. Okay, okay. Kind of limitation. So stuff like this I, I want to do and um, 
still some work to do there so don't expect anything like next week or anything but... <laughs> of course <laughs> it always takes uh, quite a bit of time but uh, eventually i will get there so uh, one of the 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 most closest projects i want to do is i want to change a bit uh, the feedback um part of a comet metrics uh, in a way to maybe set up a discord and um, have a centralized place to get feedback because that's something i've always been a bit unhappy with mm -hmm. i get very little feedback and then sometimes i just hear from some people uh, mentioning very casually well this this doesn't work and uh, in combat metrics or whatever and, and well nobody told me ever i, I would have fixed it by now but um, so if people have issues or think something is wrong then people should contact me but um by having an um, maybe setting up a discord and having a um well a link embedded in the add-on that lets you join it then maybe that is better at least that's what i what i plan to do you can maybe and, make that here in like a separate category also like yeah we can we we'll probably do that here too if you like let's just centralize all the feedback in the category down below sure sure yeah, yeah. i mean it's, yeah. it's always possible yeah, I, I actually that's my next question. Um, how like you, because you mentioned earlier the like, uh, what, what, what did you mention? Oh my gosh! Like, sorry, I'm like still kind of waking up from my 24 hour stream. <laughs> but you, you mentioned uh, people giving you bug the reports. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, bug reports and yeah, the green bug, dude. Don't, don't even give me start on the green book. You know, I, I saw people coming to a chat earlier. Oh, do you get the green book? Do you get the green book? No, fuck you. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you mentioned that people give you feedback and comments, and I was going to ask you, like, what's the best way to reach out to add-on developers? Because uh, it seems like the only way, honestly, like the guaranteed way, is going through ESOUI.com, and then I have to like, well, I do have an account here. Oh, I'm going to show my username and password. But um, so and you you mentioned earlier, so that was actually going to be my next question: Do people often reach out to you on ESOUI or Discord? Or just a little mix of both, and you don't. You said you don't really get too much oh. on Discord. Not much because mm -hmm. people, I guess, at the moment don't know how to contact. I don't have my contact information for this. Mm -hmm. um, I get in-game mails because um, if you go to the um, feedback menu in Combat Metrics, which is also not very obvious to, to say, you need to go on this um, Where is it? Uh, settings wheel, and then there's oh. uh, feedback slash donation. Yeah. All right. All right. And then you, you have a few, um, you can go to center, center in-game mail, right? Or you can um, go to the, to the ESOEI page, or you can go to GitHub. So on, I need to deactivate this on US, on an A server, because I, <laughs> I, I tried to set up an account and, 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 uh, and an Argonian, which is called Listens to Feedback. Uh -huh. But Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I, I don't manage to train myself to go there every week and check the mail, to be honest. So sorry if anyone wrote and didn't hear back. I, I tried, but I failed there. Oh, no, you're fine. Uh, this um, is, GitHub this... also works. You can just um, go GitHub. to the GitHub link and uh, open up issues. You can just um, go to GitHub, click on issue and, 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 and give something. Oh. Why is it gone now? That's a oh. bug. Oh, it's gone. Oh, we found a bug. Perfect. Hey, uh, Solander, I found the bug. Uh... <laughs> Wait, let me let me delete the mail. Let me, let me see if that's it. Maybe that's it. Uh... That shouldn't be. Nope. 
Let me reload UI. <laughs> no, I don't know why. I will fix. I will figure that out. Maybe it got reload UI should fix it, of course. But um, yeah, that this get. I've never seen this. This is also the the, the, the thing. I use the stuff my way, and I might not encounter the issues that other users have using the stuff their way, right? Okay. So it's always uh, important to get that kind of feedback. It's back, it's back. I wonder if it's because I did send mail, and then... Yeah, probably. I guess it, it um, the function uh, that it oh, uses, yeah. uh, you just let feedback, and it will delete the yep. um, the button. I, th I need to check that it's always um, get shown again, yeah. I will fix that. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna send you all the gold I have on you, which is 1,133 gold. <laughs> it's not much, but... That's alright. Alright, anyway. I uh, mean, uh, like, like I write on my donation page, I'm I'm fine. I mean, I have I have enough gold for my stuff and I have enough uh, money for to, to live, so you don't need to donate. It's, it's all good. Alright. But if you want to, that, I wanted to give options because um, for some people that's something they, they really love to do. Okay. Oh god. I mean, I I like to do it also to to content creators. Uh, so certainly want people to have that. Um, yeah. Um. So I mentioned this earlier. How much you helped so many people with your add-ons. But on the flip side, there's a lot of people who have put your add-ons or criticized your add-ons. Uh, put them on blast I uh, for I mean I remember so many I mean even recently like over the years uh, people have blamed combat metrics as like or not blamed but like have criticized it as like an elitist or something add-on uh, what, what, what's your thoughts on that because it's like well I think we kind of touched upon it earlier well, they might have criticized it, but they never talked to me about it. So I, I never got anyone t telling me, why did I do that? It's an elitist add-on that enables people to, uh, well, be mean to other people or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. It's a, for me, it's a tool of g gathering information, gaining information, how to play the game better. Mm -hmm. And if, if that's what they kind of frown upon by calling them elitists, then I don't know. May, might be from their view, but... There's nothing, nothing changing that, that that it's there and that this is something you can do and it's perfectly fine to use. At least there's no one stopping it. So just got to deal with that. Um, I think the, the the reasons behind that are a bit more in the personality of people or how they deal with that. So it's not exactly that it's just comment metrics. Even if you wouldn't have it, there would be some groups telling you, you need to do that, you need to, or you would see the world records by, mm -hmm. by some people doing whatever crazy thing that you cannot imagine yourself doing, whether it's bash weaving or whatever, right? Right. So there will always be something. Yeah. I was just curious as to what your thoughts were, because uh, it just seems over the years, uh, your add-on comment metrics always gets brought up somehow, whether it's like relevant to it or not. <laughs> well, for me, it's um, I don't know. I don't really understand it. The comment metrics is supposed to give you just information, and you can, and it, it tries to give that to 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 everybody, right? Um, it might be a bit too convoluted for some people, 
that it's uh, maybe a bit complicated about what is there or that they have trouble figuring out, well, what does it mean if I have 100 spell damage more but 10% crit less? What mm -hmm. for, for some people, that might not be be really clear. So I guess they cannot use it in that way. But yeah, in the end, it's, it's information. And I think it's always better to have information than to not have. I mean, I'm a scientist. What can I say about it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, tool, tools are tools. I mean, you know, make, uh, make, you know, atoms, atoms collide and people will make nukes, you know what I mean? Kind of like that. <laughs> I, um, I guess there are, there are always some people um, who just like the way how things are and would like to like it to be different, right? Um, like certainly there are some people right now that uh, will suffer a bit from all those people, all those, all those high CP players, which now flood the random normals and, and rush through there. Mm -hmm. and, and which for them is probably then very hectic and they can't keep up or something like that because it goes so fast and it's not how they play the dungeon or like to enjoy the dungeon usually so I guess also people will just like that so it's just different play styles and we have how it impacts the other people's um, game experience yeah I mean it's just gonna be different for everyone I think Uh, let's see. Sorry, I thought I, thought I saw a question earlier in the chat. I also forgot something I wanted to. Oh yeah, go for it, go for it. Oh, I forgot it. Oh, you I forgot it? Well, we, have, we gotta remember. Oh, trying to get the question real quick. Oh, oh okay. How old is Solonir? Oh, I don't know, you don't have to answer that one. <laughs> uh, I'm 35. 35, okay. Alright. PhD took longer than expected. The PhD took Same. longer than expected. <laughs> how, how, long, how long has it taken you for the PhD? Um, it's now 10 years. 10 years long, for the dissertation? Physics, it's, it can happen, yeah. <sighs> Boy. That's a long well, time. I, I, I like doing it as well, so it, it doesn't matter really. And in, in, in Germany, um, PhD students get paid. Um, say Luis and it's fine so it's not even that I'm that I'm poor or anything it's it's all good living a good uh, good life uh, are you married with kids is a, no I'm not question okay no I'm not and don't have a partner no cats also no cats also no pets no ferrets no ferret no okay, of course <laughs> no pets no kids do you have a significant other no. Uh, so basically, common metrics is your significant other in, in, in science. <laughs> well, to to some extent, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. not really, but yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh, what was that? What was that? Oh, how does one code add-ons? Like what code base to use? Uh, Lua, right? L U A. Uh, it's called Lua. It's something i think the closest thing i i would relate it to is python it's in some way similar some syntax is a bit different but uh, generally it's just like uh, any uh, interpret language hmm. what's yes your... um publicly available stuff how to start with lua and um i guess some tutorials 
interactive tutorials in the, that you can run in the browser to, to get started on the very basics. And at some point you can then come to um, the Easy UI wiki. So there's a wiki that you can access directly on the Easy UI page. Um, and there's um, some information on how to get you started. That's also the, the closest thing we have to documentate. Um, and from there you you will find your way if you're if you're interested. It's a thorny way and it uh, requires patience and uh, some getting into it. Yeah. Because it's not exactly very user-friendly to get into the ESO uh, API due to the lack of uh, documentation. But um, yeah, join join the chat, for example. Um, there's instructions on the wiki page um, how to do so. And um, people will help you out. I think... Uh... Wheels has something pinned in the add-ons channel in the Discord. Where is it? Yeah, he said. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he, he basically says the same thing as you. Yes, you I wiki. Exactly. The wiki source code. Source code is copy that we put up, which so far Zenimax hasn't objected to. Okay. And some some links. Well, it's in the in the area. As long as they permit it, we're fine. And if they request to take it down, then we have to. Let's see. Uh, we have a comment on Bethesda's stream. I saw Rich Lambert check combat metrics consistently. I think that says enough about how. Yeah, I mean, combat metrics has definitely helped but so at, many. At people. least he likes it. Um, I mean, once once uh, posted a screenshot of it, uh, was I think one of the few occasions where we ever saw some official post something about add-ons. I think there are some people in. Um, and those that are very skeptical of add-ons and a bit afraid of what they can can do because well they change the game and um, they can change they have the potential to change the game too much right like yeah, yeah. we talked about it before yeah we, we kind of touched on it like about how like what's where's the line right between exactly. this is acceptable and this is not acceptable. it's kind of at times it's clear but at times it's kind of blurry um, and we did also talk about like why aren't a lot of these add-ons like even untaunted in the base game? I don't know, but again, I mean, I'm 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 kind of hopeful personally because like they, there's precedence, right? They brought in an add-on developer, Cardinal, to work for them to make the precision house editing tool, and then they did revamp the in-game UI for inventory and crafting. Uh, they did multi-craft and you know I, I used multi-craft the add-on for a long time and this was before the base game multi-craft <laughs> um, but I, I'm hopeful maybe maybe they'll put common metrics in the game who knows but well, I, I kind of plan to, to go and ask them at, at mm -hmm. some point um, whenever they um, have the games convention in Cologne in Germany again oh my uh, if you want to go there and, and, and join the, the event and, and maybe talk to them a bit about it just, just tell them put your add-ons in the base game. Uh, it will help so many players. <laughs> just, just tell them. <laughs> just be like, yo, I will, I will. Just with combat metrics, untaunted, improve. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. It's a little frustrating. I mean, I, like I, like I asked you earlier, like, are you frustrated by, by the lack of the base game, you know, uh, features? No, I'm, I'm not really frustrated. I'm. It's rather the opposite. I'm thankful for the opportunities of the API to allow mm. me to fix most of the stuff that bothers me. So, in that sense, I'm I'm good. Yeah, I suppose. But personally, to me, I think this also applies to uh, 
particularly console players. It's very frustrating. Um, kind of starting. Yeah, if I could do it, or... it would be frustrating. Right. Especially if you see YouTube full with uh, PC players doing all kinds of that fancy stuff and getting all kinds of information. You sit there like not knowing what to to do really. Right. So. Yeah. Although I'm a little bit afraid that um, they developed the game in a direction that um, kind of makes things well even more evened out, like it is already now. Like they these, these spreadsheet-like design that approach that they have been um, pursuing the past couple patches. I don't know. I am not too fond of that. I I like when they are like nice niches for everyone and some some nice weird synergetic effects of of what to use uh, i like mm -hmm. it when it's a bit bit more complicated and messy that not everybody plays the same setup and or that it doesn't that reach a state where it doesn't matter whether you wear i don't know mother Sora or juliana's or whatever because every stat is so balanced out that it's just the same i'm a bit afraid of that yeah, I, I, yeah, that's that's a reasonable. Oh, I would like to report another like bug. <laughs> it's uh, showing my. Um, I guess that's if they ask you to fight something, and then it'll show. It's yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. this is um, information that can only be shown after fight. Okay, okay. I'm just kidding. Uh, it's basically just uh, the initial state when when nothing has been loaded. Because I assume people would, would not look up basically the, the window without having done a, a fight. Right, right. What is your favorite beer? I guess you are from Germany, so I, I guess that's like a mandatory question. <laughs> oh, my favorite beer. beer. Or do you not drink? There is some pretty new... I think like for one or two years, a beer called Störtebecker. That's my favorite beer. There, it's a brand. Um, they have several, and I like the, for example, the Atlantic Ale. I think it's something similar to an IPA uh, uh, beer in the end. I mean, all these. Um, you also have that in, in California. At least I saw stuff like that when I was visiting for a conference. Um, mm -hmm. So. I like these, these these modern craft beers in general um, All right. All right. That, that have been popping up for the last couple of years. Man of culture, man of culture. Let's see. What's your favorite Netflix series? What is, what is I think people want to date you or something. <laughs> What's with these questions? <laughs> yeah, who's, who's asking them? Um, Netflix, I don't know. One of my favorite series. Oh, you do watch Netflix. Was okay. uh, ah, it was not Netflix. It was in Germany. We got it on on, on Amazon, but I guess it counts as well. Is um, Mr. Robot, mm, okay. which is yeah, I've um, seen show about about hacking and stuff. Uh, I think it ran on some network in US. I don't know HBO. I think. No, uh, I don't think. It, I think this was especially not uh, HBO. I think it was. Wasn't it? Was Mr. Robot? I think it was. Sci-fi or ABC or something like that. Something. It was a bit unusual because it felt like an HBO show for sure, but uh, it was um, notably something different, I think. But yeah, I guess that 
is fine as my favorite show. The early seasons of Game of Thrones I liked as well, and uh, also liked Westworld to a degree. Although, as 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 uh, seasons uh, additional seasons come, things always uh, lose a bit of their well initial spark that they have, right? Right. What do you think will be the biggest improvement to the game? Besides server stability, is what is, 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 a, is a question from chat. Oh, the biggest improvement to the game besides server stability. I don't know. Server stability is uh, really the big <laughs> point there. That whether it's for server or whether it's for for because the game is um, right now also at a state. If they just keep on adding like new sets every time, things get a bit out of hand. I would say like there are already so many item sets and so many concepts. So I think the biggest improvement is if they can bring some 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 concept in that uh, well mixes things up a bit and allows us to to explore that all that or revisit that stuff uh, again in some way or another, right? Mm -hmm. um, like one thing I thought about: what if for example, they would give like certain percentage buffs, for example, to different zones, or even if it's just trial zones, and um, this uh, kind of mixes up the itemization meta that you have in, in this in this uh, trials. That not everything is the same. That that you can actually, um, yeah, that things are a bit varied and a bit more a bit more interesting, like just like one style played everywhere, or it doesn't matter even what sets you have, right? Right. So, but this is only for me. I think it would make the game also very complicated for for people who are not that far or not that experienced with endgame rating. So one needs to figure out how to maybe just put it into hard modes or something. I don't know, something like that. And um, as far as the rest goes, I don't know. We already have housing. We have so many, so many stuff, so many things, so many systems there. We have this whole antiquity stuff. I don't know where the game could actually go. I'm, I'm really also excited to see what they come up with because I have no ideas, no obvious ideas what they could, could, could bring to the game at this point. It's been around for a while. But I mean, back at World of Warcraft, they at some point brought in, completely redid the game, the base game, mm -hmm. to bring in flying mounts and stuff like that. Flying mounts, oh. <laughs> I mean, at some point they might get desperate and add something like this, yeah, but uh, on the other hand, it doesn't really fit the, the, the theme of, of, of Elder Scrolls, right. I would say. Right. So, uh, yeah. I, I don't hope they bring this. Let's be clear about this. I'd be okay with really a, no point. I'd be okay with a mount that's hovering, like, off the ground. Like, it doesn't, yeah, like a horse that doesn't have legs or something, you know what I mean? Like a hover horse, you know? Um, what, what, what was going to ask? Oh god, I lost my train of thought. I mean, content-wise, we can still explore <laughs> a few zones here and there that have been, I guess, touched because we have pretty much covered most of the content that is there, right? I mean, we have seen, we have seen Skyrim now in in ESO. We have seen Morrowind, and and so what's what's there still to come, right? I don't know. I think in terms of the game system. I feel like they could incentivize doing, you know, trials more and stuff, but maybe something like a trials group finder or something. Like, doesn't World of Warcraft also have a group finder for that for raids? Oh, I think 
when I was leaving, they started having these, um, these all these different difficulties for trials. Um, like you could have a pick pickup group difficulty, and then right. they could have a well something in between for 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 pre-made group, and then you have a like does, veteran okay. pre-made group. I don't know even what it was called, like elite or professional or hard mode or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can always do this, but this is only like recycling content. Personally, I would love to have more more trials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, to 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 try. Um, oh, we're we're getting there. We we're slowly, we've been slowly adding, I guess, the content there. Like, yeah, but the the, the latest trials also always felt a bit smaller than the the initial ones, right? If you if you look at the Cracklone trials, there they have a bit more content, even though now you can just rush through it. Mm-hmm. But they have more more bosses, more more mechanics, more stuff. I guess it comes a bit with the fact that these were, I think, Craglon was originally intended to be with with base game or something like that. So a lot of concepts have been done when the team was still big for the to ship the game. Yeah. And and uh, and then it got um, sent out quite a bit to just maintain it. Right. You don't need so many programmers for that. I think the focus now in yeah. terms of content is more so on accessibility. I don't know if uh, I, I don't yeah. know if you have an opinion on this. Um, what do you think about that? You know, since we've got you know things like since the heroes from DLC, right? It's becoming more and more and more clear that they want uh, it seems like all content to be accessible to more people or everyone. But at the same time, it's like it kind of affects content in a way like you, like you said, kinds of ages. Um, seems a little lacking, not just in terms of content itself, but also difficulty, maybe, probably for a lot of people that's uh, in the Indian community. So, what's your opinion on that one? I think that's hmm, well, the access- accessibility that's something they should do to make it mm-hmm. well to, to maintain it and to maintain users and to keep users engaged who otherwise will be put off. Um, what they also should spend more time on, and, and this is probably a popular opinion, is on making sure everything works smoothly. So a bit more, right. bit more testing, a bit more bug fixing, a bit more focus on quality to some degree. I mean, a lot of veteran players don't even wish for any new systems, but just um, stability. for things to run smoothly. Right, stability. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. The biggest improvements are probably, if if there's no 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 real good idea for new content, then it's really accessibility um, for for everyone, for console players as, uh, especially, or for places where add-ons cannot cannot touch, right? And um, for stability. Is constellations updated for Mario Kart? I'm pretty sure it is. It's a question from Sean. Uh, Isn't it? Not particularly. I have to say. Um, generally, it should work. I mean, they didn't change too much, um, but I think after we finish, um, I will still go through the few missing abilities that people have sent to me mm-hmm. that are currently not recognized by constellations and, and add them. And just need to quickly test which CP they benefit from for real mm-hmm. and then add this to the game and then upload it. Um, but I haven't do a full pass on, on, on everything. Uh, this patch just takes me. Yeah, 
a good part of of, of, of a 15 hour weekend so to say to to go through every damage ability i have some 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 helping tools that allow me to gather stuff a bit faster and copy paste some info but yeah. it's still a lot of work to go through every class to every skill line to every of the two morphs of, of damaging abilities and to all kinds of uh, proc sets to to figure that out and to to make a check on it i will do a full check at some point but unless i suspect anything being really changed then um, i don't think it's necessary and everything should just work so yeah constellations for now will always just work it just relies on very basic functions in game and some combat metrics data and and it's uh, information of which abilities benefit from which cp that's okay. that's basically all it needs so it's very independent of of updates and stuff like that in that sense unless some major changes happen to abilities it sounds like so much work <laughs> um, yeah as i said constellation yeah, yeah, is the hardest to maintain yeah it's, uh, it's for sure if i ever get a better solution for that then that would be cool maybe at some point someone sets up a database somewhere or a web page um and, and i can just steal the data from there right mm -hmm. or get it from there who uh, you are a physicist you're you're, get, you're yeah. close to getting your phd at last and here's a question that you might like uh who's your favorite or who is the most influential physicist in your life i guess who's your favorite in my life i well, don't know well like like most influential physicist for you or favorite like do you have a role model the, in your field or the physicist that i sort of I don't know, admire the most mm -hmm. was uh, or is Richard Feynman oh, because okay. he had such a good way of conveying science and, and, and physics but there are a lot of, of, of other physicists that are interesting as well. I mean, I read books from Stephen Hawking who also right. was uh, had a big influence not in fields I have been working on and, and certainly not stuff that I ever dreamed to understand but also had some some very cool books um, that, I, that I like and um, yeah then something more related to my field is well although indirectly is Schrodinger the guy oh, with Schrodinger. the cat, right? yes yes and um, he wrote a very interesting or had held a speech which which was then printed in a book uh, right. about uh, my field which is uh, biophysics mm -hmm. and um, there are certainly also, also all the classics, right? Like Newton, Einstein, right. Kepler, and so on. I mean, you learn the stuff that they that they, they figured out, and you sometimes read like anecdotes how, well, the apple know, had, had on Newton's head, or had yeah. some, <laughs> or had some, 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 or, I don't know, some, some, some stuff happening, and and so on and so on. But um, I guess from from the physicist that kind of. Um, it's, it's most interesting to me it's it's richard Feynman because Feynman, of yeah. the style he explained physics i look up to that all right so going off that question why and here's a question uh, why are you and other phys physicists lying about how the earth is not flat i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding uh, anyway let's move on to the next question all right let's see <laughs> Uh, what is because the we most... couldn't find the turtle yet, right? <laughs> Sorry, I had to. I had to do that one. Anyway, 
what is the most overrated add-on in your opinion, or what's the most underrated? I don't think there's an what's the overrated add-on. Uh, I don't know. H how would be how how would an add-on be overrated? To be honest, I mean. I guess like people would have to say, oh, you have to get it or whatever. I mean, it depends I, on the context. You could also say combat metrics is overrated because in some <laughs> aspects people tend to to get way too much to to interpret way too much into it that isn't there actually. I mean, sometimes they 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 it's like how people treat information, right? Uh, right. Sometimes they treat it like there is no 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 difference and then there can't be another opinion and and it's shown there and they misunderstand understand like uh, the, the healing is a is a good example of that right uh, some healers point out that they did this much healing and another one did this much healing so they are better and it's, it's, it doesn't tell the, the story and it's not not really the number that's important mm. so i feel like the most overrated add-on is like mini maps honestly I, I, like you know i watched like well, yeah. these other guides from other content creators and they're like oh here, here's an add-on you need mini maps i'm just like and, I, and every time i watch like a new player stream like eso and if they're on pc they always have a mini map i'm just like what why is that why is that necessary i think i, I think mini maps are out of overrated personally but whatever that's my personal opinion did you did you know that um there was supposed to be a mini map or they there is some 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 code in for mini map and in, in the base game really yeah, um, Botan's minimap is basically just using that um, that code to, to, to basically because it's just like the world map that it shows. Right. Cut out. That's uh, and that's kind of a system that is actually under the hood, still in the game from something that was abandoned um, at some point because so, they thought they don't right. need it or they won't want it. So. So they on your page. They they think minimap is is, is not needed. <laughs> huh. I mean. So that's really interesting that you just told us that that there's a, a component left over from when they thought about doing it within the game's code. Uh, what else have you guys found that they have abandoned or just kind of not worked on? Well, they must have had some some uh, concept of some warden and, and and necromancer in the game because in the base game there were you could identify six classes from the api right and among the four that we have which templar is actually the sixth class uh -huh. um i think um was some something called a conjurer and uh and a warden and, and we have both now so i guess they had some maybe they drew up some classes and then for time being scrapped two of them i don't know but at least there used to be these these two and then they they cut it out at some point when they did some interface work. Um, but um, I think that was after we got the warden already. And, mm -hmm. um, and in the end, we don't have a conjurer, we have a necromancer. So I guess there was at least some initial concept maybe um, that they had. Of course, they, they didn't have the, the, the class already ready to, to deploy or something, right? They, they, they still had to, um, to, to work those out and, and work those into the current state of the game because as we already said before, the base game or the game back when we had veteran ranks and 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 were exploring Craiglon for the first time right, was right. very different than when than was right now, right? <laughs> um, and uh, but they had some idea of it, so yeah. I mean that that is so cool. That, that that's maybe interesting. Like Sometimes that. you find some 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 nuggets like that, but um, these days I think most of that is, is has been covered. I mean with. with Data miners uh, appearing, they also have been getting very cautious and have implemented systems to prevent it to a certain extent. So, 
because they obviously want to to have control over when to release information because it might mislead people or right. might their life actually harder, right? Yeah, I've heard that that they don't like data mining, but I don't know if I don't know if they don't if they don't like data mining. I, I guess just, they just can't stop data mining. You know that Russian website? I don't. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, know. Know, I don't know website's name. I forget. I don't really check it, but uh, like they, they data mine the next the game, store. Man. Right, right, right. So it's pretty cool because they need to put some stuff in, in in the game already earlier to to have it available later when whenever they want to unlock it. So. Obviously, some some stuff is in there, and apparently they uh, don't seem to have a way to, you know, just not add like the, the images of the new crates or whatever until they actually want to deploy them. Okay. They uh, apparently it looks like they have no way of preventing them to to add them to the game for whatever reason. Um, it's just the way how they organize their their, their coding base, right? Because you might you might think that um, they could just add the all the, the the textures, the images that in the end get data mined, right? Right. Um, which then have a file name or whatever that might give you a hint of what what they are supposed to do. Um, you might think that they could just wait and add them whenever they are close to releasing it with the patch, but they don't do that. So I guess they don't have the time to to implement something that does it. But maybe they will in the future. We see. All right, more questions from chat. How much is too much on your screen? I think they're asking you. How do you balance how many add-ons you have covering your screen since you like having lots of information to dissect? Um, in fight, not too much because mm -hmm. I, I, I sometimes do too much on my screen or put too much on my screen. And Give um, a screenshot of your UI that you can show us. <laughs> <laughs> There's not much on it at the moment. I can do that. Sure, sure. Because I, I think some people are curious, like, okay, he, he makes add-ons. Like, what does his UI look like in comparison to mine? Does he have, like, 20 add-ons? I have add the at the moment. <laughs> it looks really clean at the moment. I mean, okay. if I send you a screenshot, there's almost nothing on it, but also partially because um, some... Um, because I'm just now in the zone, and and some add-ons only activate in the in the when you're in, in trial and stuff. So I have all like great notifier, codes, comment alerts, and all these these add-ons, of course. Um, some add-ons are wow. yeah only show, will only show up in, in certain areas. Like the, the the bottom right thing is just like this um, debug viewer, um, which is something mm -hmm. I guess most people won't have. So I guess just get some some text comments, and sometimes I have functions running in my add-on to investigate some stuff to to see how they work. For example, there's a is a bug at the moment in my um, um, in Necronomicon, this uh, improved death recap successor where not all devs are shown and I need to figure out why. So first step is to figure out when is it, when when does it pick up on someone dying and when does it not and what can I do about it? This is like work I, I need to do and then some some information you only get in certain environments. Uh, and I rarely go out and catch uh, a group of people and just uh, have them have them die or something. I might need to do that, but <laughs> I like to prevent it and just try to uh, Gather data on on a, on the side when I'm when I'm doing my usual stuff anyway. Your UI is so clean. It just looks like like this at the moment. Like, I don't know. It's so I, I see it as well, I, but it's, 
just like PBE set at the moment, uh, right? I mean, the, the lower <laughs> white bottom is not even necessarily there, but then there are all kinds of... I mean, I have this uh, fancy um, fancy action bar, which, which shows me most of the, mm -hmm. the stuff I need for the rotation, right? How long... Right. Uh, my, my, my buffs still, still go. I don't need to watch much else. Uh, Untaunted is also active. You don't see it at the moment because there's nothing that's being tracked at the moment. So that adds some bars somewhere on my screen, right? Right. So I... I mean, I was expecting... Like, I don't have a screenshot now for, for when I'm in, in a wait and fight because then it's a bit more cluttered. They have the group window also and stuff like that, right? I was expecting your UI moment. to have like... I don't know, like 50 things with numbers and math and everything. <laughs> no, not really. But I have uh, 227 add-ons. What? How many? My add-on panel. 227. 227 add-ons? Yeah. What? <laughs> no way. What? <laughs> what well, <laughs> some, are, some are counted more than once, right? Master Merchant has these. Sure, uh, but... Okay, hold add on. thingies and stuff like that. Wait, 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 wait. 227 add-ons? Right? Active or like just in there? No, active are at the moment. Okay. In my, I have add-on selector, which is a nice uh, add-on to make profiles of add-ons. An add-on add to manage add-ons. That's hilarious. <laughs> exactly. No, it's, it's very, very useful because I, when, when, when I code, I go back to a very minimal set of add-ons, which basically just my add-ons and one or two development add-on tools um, to because when you code, you actually need to do a lot of reload your eyes. The only way to right, test if, right. your, if your code actually works is to, to to do it. And then when you need to change something, you change the code and then you reload your eyes. So you're sitting a lot of the time there to just reload your eye, change something, reload your eye, change something, and so on. That's also a painful part of add-on developing. Um, having a good setup for um, at least checking the basic Lua syntax is possible with uh, modern... Um, coding tools right like a pop editor but oh, um the we do so far nobody went ahead and uh, created a proper coding environment for, for for eso that can just read the files that zenimax provides us with so mm -hmm. every patch they provided us with a list some some kind of extract from some page that they have or some wiki that they have um which lists us all the functions and all the well, basically all the functions and all the global variables that are in the game, right? So, um, they, they provide us with some some useful tools. One one big thing that they actually provided us, which is super helpful, is that they added a profiling mechanism mm -hmm. that we can figure out how much CPU time an add-on uses. Since um, all add-ons run on one core, the whole user interface runs on a single core on the computer. Which is why, if an add-on does something, um, it can completely um, interfere with your with you playing the game. I think even the keyboard inputs are collected via the via this layer. So that's okay. a bit of a limitation, I feel, because it means that if if you have ma forget to turn off like Master Merchant or whatever in trial, you get right. to get these little stutters, right? This is a bit. Uh, bit annoying and um, if, if you do something wrong with add-ons you can completely um, stop the game for people. I sometimes joke to, 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 to my friends that at some point I will make an add-on when I go for PvP. Whenever someone targets me it just freezes their computer so I can win. <laughs> Wait, but is that possible? 
That's easily possible. I mean, whoa, you, you, whoa, just, you, just, you just make an infinite loop and then it stops. And you can even specify for a long. We can say, well, stop for a second or whatever. Wait, wait, wait. You're telling me you can make an add-on that can crash another player? Yeah, easily. What? Isn't that a huge security issue? <laughs> well, no. That's a bug. Right? I, I feel like we should have you know, talked about this earlier. <laughs> wait, wait, I mean, wait, wait. I don't get how that works, though. What? So you? Oh, it, they don't, they, it would be maybe fifteen lines or so. That one would be fifteen lines. It's just an in, as I said, there, there's this problem that master merchant can can cause these starters, and the of course they have to install the add-on first. Like um, oh, okay, okay, okay. Thing. I thought you meant like you um, download the add-on and you can crash it. Okay, 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 okay. No, no. Okay. I can oh, make. Okay. Of course, with having a popular add-on, I have some sort of. Power right, right. Or responsibility to you can, you can put some something in that... combat metrics or whatever, right? And then <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. That's hilarious. <laughs> just, just when you target me, you get some some lag oh issues. Oh my gosh! You should do it not... for like hell raw. Like if someone kills you with the uh, statue explosion, just like just send them to the login screen. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, you can also just call the. There's a simple function called quit, which basically just closes the game, yeah. Uh, that's. Uh, uh, that's. Okay, I think that's like. I mean, <laughs> you you can do that, but of, of course, I mean, in the beginning, in beta or in the early days, there was an add on which secretly um, took gold from players and sent it via mail to someone else, and then Zenimax had to put in the. the um, this this um, confirmation dialogue that you cannot right. prevent with an add-on um, to, 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 to deal with that. So basically someone was stealing money from players uh, um, via some add-on. So um, when something like this happens, usually Zenimax reacts if it's, if it's okay. too much of an issue. Right? You saw that also. And I guess uh, people at Zenimax would be also pretty angry with, with, with me if I added something that causes just random crashes at, at, at places um, that they have a tough time to figure out. Hmm. I don't know, they might even be able to see me or whatever. Wow. Okay. Because so, there are some terms of service and, right, and right. like that, right? Right. Okay. So there's there's that layer of security right there. <laughs> Just in case you go like a super villain, you know, one day, you're like, ah, oh, you know what? <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, so there are obviously ways to, to mess up stuff. I mean,. Right. All kinds of functions that are available without user interaction. You can, for example, just uh, um, could, I guess, throw away all all items and stuff like that. Should be possible. So yeah, you will you would notice probably soon enough if, if an add-on was like that because it would right. be uh, making the runs in the easy community pretty pretty quickly. But uh, yeah, it's uh, generally possible so don't so, always try to install the newest shit that someone maybe just sent you which is not even uploaded and so on so people mm, can trick you with that if they want yeah what what's your opinion on add-ons that you know i know some ray teams including mine and, and in the past some ray teams i've been part of and some ray teams that i have not been a part of what's your opinion on groups that make their own add-ons and just kind of keep it to themselves mm, it's not my approach i 
Well, I have made one add-on that is um, group specific or your team. Only. It was that I that I didn't upload, but more because it wasn't um, completely um, presentable. I would say. Mm -hmm. um, it just basically gave some information. Other add-ons gave as well. Um, this was back in uh, Sanctorium Asylum when there was this uh, add-on that just had these tiny numbers on the screen. Um, in right. some this asylum status tracker or whatever it was called i think it was this one um and i just made a version that um was based off i was ripping some elements from untaunted and just had these bars basically showing up timers for abilities stuff like that um i generally think it's it's fair game i mean it's a it's a fair game option that you have in the uh, in the game mm, it's not my personal style how i would do this i would usually upload those add-ons Mm -hmm. Or at the latest, at the point where I have maybe achieved um, what I wanted to achieve. Well, well how do you feel if like uh, combat metrics, or, or or maybe not as big, but how do you feel if like Untaunted was group exclusive? <laughs> like that's fine. That's fine. Okay. I'm sure. Oh, I mean, if they would be so special, they might get leaked anyway i would say and i guess some of them have and if word gets out via streams or whatever that there is such an add-on if there is enough well motivation or enough benefit from it then someone would just recreate it it's i mean okay. there's not much that is it's really hard to have a feature that uh, no one is able to copy hmm. okay so in the end everything's ultimately open source technically yeah, everyone's sharing the I same mean, exact. We all rely API. on the same right. functions, and, and unless you dig up something really, I, I guess you would need like get a tip from from Zenimax about something that they didn't reveal or whatever to get a real edge to do something that no one can replicate, because then you would have just to guess function names or whatever. But unless something like this happens, I guess there's really no no way that. Um, you can make something that others, other people couldn't figure out. I mean, at the very least, at some point, someone might leak the, the code or something. But yeah, I think it's it's fair game. If um, it's everyone, if everyone's own choice, what to what to do with the creations that they do. Mm -hmm. And I guess it becomes in has become in some way also an edge that at least for the for the top players um, is, is a way to to complete uh, to compete. But on the other on the other hand, um, always think of console players, right? They they have to play right. without add-ons. Exactly. So the game is also meant to be played um, without add-ons in some way, at least. Um, so it, it's it will never be something that um, won't allow you to do the at least the the, the in-game achievement, so to say. Um, but uh, the sort of meta achievements that community creates, like like right. world records or whatever, that's a bit a different story than. There it can be a lot of things that, that give you an edge there, whether it's secret tactics or secret add-ons that show you stuff to pull things off. Oh man, I was going to ask you such a good question. And I just forgot it for some reason. God. <laughs> uh, let me think, let me think, let me think. Oh. oh my gosh, why can't... It's just like... I don't know what happened. It just poof disappeared. 
That's unfortunate. I think it was a good question. But uh, anyway, uh, the next question is from Twitch chat. Um, someone asked, is there a way we can help you, Sullender, with information collection or bug reports or something? Or whatever. Uh, bug reports are always helpful if you see something not working. Um, contact me. As I said, I will make it easier and, and, and yeah. get some way for, for contact me over Discord. I think that's a um, because I see also what you mentioned earlier with uh, ESOUI, you have to register and stuff. That's a bit right. of barrier. That's a bit annoying. Oh. So just using a tool that's, uh, I guess, more commonly available is, is, is better. And in-game email is always, like I said, I don't really manage to check uh, an A server all the time. And um, other than that, it's a bit hard to, to, to get into contact with me, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Although I don't want this to be like that. Um, yeah, so bug reports uh, always helpful, and or if you have ideas, feature requests, I mean, I might not be able to do many of them, or I might not be able to do them right away. Um, people can also contribute, since my code is on GitHub, so you can also, people who are programmers or are familiar with working and contributing open source projects can, can do it there. Mm -hmm. I'm a bit new to that, or I haven't, have not much experience there, but um, yeah, if, if people want to wanna come up with ideas or give give some code contributions that's always possible when will the dynamic pen values of alkosh be added into combat metrics penetration calculations so people stop they are about underpen since they are since pts of that alkosh patch oh okay let's see favorite streamer who's your favorite streamer Nephis does not count as an answer. Okay. <laughs> I don't know then. <laughs> All right. Uh... Well, what, let's uh, to answer that question maybe a little. Um, what I have trouble with is is dreamers that are too too negative or too. I don't know. I, I like streamers that are that are relaxed. That that I can also sometimes have a bit um, more in the background, and that works very well with you because well, you have this this this, this voice that is that makes one feel calm. And um, like like when I watch, for example, Alcast, and he complains all the time. Um, that that puts me under stress. So I I cannot cannot hear that. I cannot stand that for long. So you must like that. That. Could, constantly complain or are bothered about things uh i don't well he, i, he, I he cannot watch them very long <laughs> i think he complains because he's uh, passionate about the game <laughs> i know i know i mean uh, it's not that i dislike him or something yeah, 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 just, yeah. I, I cannot have a stream uh, the only way to 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 have that is to, to to watch it actively because i'm really bad at multitasking and there's not many distractions that i can have and 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 this um this conflict, so to say, um, kind of stresses me a bit. So mm. I guess I, I can't have that really. Um, there are a few few other streamers that I guess are also also fine. Some some German streamers. German streamers. Uh -oh. uh, um, there's my uh, um, there's uh, Surasel, uh, who is uh, also in Hot Mod Stream Team. He's um, in my yeah, raid actually. Yeah, so yeah. if you, if you want to see. The, the raids I'm in that or that I'm leading, he's he's streaming those usually. And um, there's Mismeli, Niniku Live, uh, and Alexos. I think those. Yeah. Are the uh, Niniku and, and Meli, I can also um, I also watch. That's also also good. 
to name a few. Okay, let's see. Uh, on the prior question, do you like it if people submit bug reports via GitHub? Sure, that's a that's a it's a good way. Okay, okay. Uh, are you a football? Actually, fan? Uh, oh, sorry, go on. <laughs> Uh, just to the previous question right. uh, until I answered that one. Um, but what did I want to say? Uh, I forgot again. Damn it. That didn't <laughs> let me think. Oh my bad. <laughs> I'm also trying to think about the other question I forgot about. Oh my god, it was such a good question. Um, GitHub, GitHub. Um, yeah, just, just send it there. It's, it's fine. I don't know if, if I remember what I was going on. Yeah, football. What was about football? Do you like football or are you a, fan, a football fan? Um, by assuming yeah, football, I, I like mean like, football. you know, not American football, but like football, football. No, no, um, what do you call soccer? Right, right. All right, let's see. Uh, yes, I like that. Uh, not following um, national games anymore because I don't know. Most people who are into that know that this, this stuff has been kind of declining in popularity and there's nobody not really interesting anymore so it's just uh, club level football and uh, a lot of football loving people will probably hate me for that but um, well I'm, I'm from Leipzig in Germany and I'm, I'm going to the local football club so that's it okay, okay. <laughs> how can add-ons affect game performance and or loading times oh that actually go okay I, I got the question I remember my question but yeah, this is from... Um, can have a massive effect. Um, the bigger the... You can check your safe variables folder. Um, mm -hmm. The bigger the stuff is in there, as a, as a rule of thumb, the longer will your loading times be if these add-ons are active. So if you have a lot of fights stored in combat metrics, this will affect your loading times. There's actually also a warning displayed for that reason in the settings where you can increase the size of the possible... Uh, increase the size of space that you can, can save fights to. Um, same as for Master Merchant and other um, add-ons that have huge, uh, like files in the megabyte range, like two-digit megabyte range, they will affect your loading times. Uh, performance is the same thing. Um, add-ons can have a really hard impact on performance. Um, most evident is Master Merchant, of course, um, which uh, whenever it tries to update its, its data sets will cause these stutters. Mm -hmm. um, other add-ons can have that too. It depends a bit bit on your computer where they will notice it and um, one thing you can do in which I also added to combat metrics is that you can go to the graph and can can select the frame rate um, and, and, and just um, check the minimal frame rate um, there to see if there are any noticeable spikes if you see those then some something is causing like this this is micro micro lags so this Oh yeah, my, my question I forgot, but I remembered. So a lot of, I think a lot of players get frustrated when you know bugs and uh, other glitches are happening in the game. Like you know, that being this past patch week is a perfect example. And uh, a lot of the responses that come from whether it's you know uh, on the forums or uh, the community managers is to like make sure you get rid of add-ons now. On that note, I, I think a lot of people are skeptical too. When I, this was back in the Herald Storm, when ads were going back and forth, I don't know if you remember this, but I, I hope I think you remember yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everything was decent. They said, you know, reload, you know, just get rid of add-ons. And like, how much do add-ons affect that kind of stuff? Like, is there even any like merit 
to them recommending to players, hey, turn off add-ons and see what happens? Or is that sort of just like a yeah. cursory check? Well, this is something they, they need to check because um, if an add-on is causing that, then it's not their responsibility or not, not even in their power to change anything about it, right? If the game lags because of an add-on, then um, there's nothing they can do about it. So one of their first responses is to make sure that you that you see this without add-ons enabled because otherwise uh, it might not even be the game that has an issue, but rather the add-on. Because as we covered, the add-ons can cause performance issues. Mm. So this is just and first response that they always have, of course, if they would pay a bit more attention, which I guess they don't have the time to, or which is not really efficient for them to do, um, to the players in that respect, they would notice pretty quickly that in at least a few cases where this happened, um, it clearly wasn't an add-on issue. And for Combat Radics, I can say I tried uh, from time to time, I test the impact with this profiling tool that this Zenimax gave us at some point um, and check what actually happens. So I like put on, go on PDS and put like 50 dummies or whatever and just um, try to see what, what happens there. And then I also have, as I said, these combat metrics um, um, graph that I have to, to see the, the, the FPS, um, which shows me if anything is really going wrong with the with the with the uptime and if it's not and i have combat metrics enabled and i go to whatever kinds aegis or cloud rest or whatever and i see i have um, reasonable frame rates then combat metrics is fine mm, um, okay. so and from from my tests it i would be surprised if there's an issue but you can never be sure at least not with the complexity of the right. item has Zoss changed the game so add-ons can do more now when you look back from when ESO was new? And will Zoss do more for how you can make add-ons in the future? That's a question from Chad. Um, it's not like they have... So the biggest opening up of the API that I saw was when they allowed the personal client to get information about the buff status of your group members. Mm, right, that was like you... 2016. I don't know. That was a long, Maybe, was yes. a while ago. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I checked comment metrics. Uh, first upload in ESO UI was in April uh, 16. Okay. So that, that sounds about right. 2016, maybe. Uh, yeah, 26th of April and 2016 is the first first upload. It's uh, You can can check that for every add-on on, on the ACO UI page and file info. Um, so this was the biggest, um, and whenever they add something new, like now the uh, item collections and so on, they um, often also add some API, or rather they have to add the API, because that's, as I said, the way they show the interface themselves. So mm. there's sort of like a base game add-on that uh, shows most of the user interface, right? Whether it's uh, HP bar or resource bar or the, the standard group interface or right. the inventory, it's all done by with the same means that uh, we as add-on developers have. There are some functions that we can't access because they are protected and some functions that are only, um, that we can only use outside of combat. Um, you can think of dressing room and uh, here for example, where you can only switch gear and uh, switch uh, skills outside of combat. Right. Um, so there are some certain limitations, but with everything they add, they usually also add some some API for it. So we have access to that. 
So they constantly add to the capabilities of, of, of add-ons in, in some way. But they're not really opening up like um, old um, old systems. Like whatever we have is, is probably going to stay and without major changes. Right. Um, there's these small changes, as I said, we, we have this contact, um, this UI designer, which recently changed, um, that communicates with us and that also um, sometimes adds some 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 stuff if it's not, not nothing nothing fancy nothing too big but um, um, some some small requests that are easy for him to implement um, he will do. Okay, that's pretty cool that they have someone like uh, talking with you guys and everything. That's pretty- I don't know if they have him talking with us. I think it was more like the the guy kind of oh like a voluntary reached, reached out a bit. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. still pretty cool. <laughs> at, at one point, he mentioned that people were surprised that he always had this, so specific feedback, um, which basically came from the from the chat with us <laughs> <laughs> in the meetings. So it was kind of funny. Okay. Next couple questions. I now be uh, for questions. If PC players need add-ons versus console players without add-ons, do you think that means PC players need help to play the game? No. Okay. This I kind mean, of, this kind of go back, goes back to our earlier my, conversation. My, my, my general, my general idea. I mean, this is a maybe a bit the bigger view in the world thing, but um, is if you if you just take a group of of, of people from from whatever with whatever i don't know uh, like property or like like with whatever whatever they come from with what they were to share um and, and compare that to another group of people you will just get the same thing i mean there's no difference between pc players and console players um in general it's just that um due to the fact there are add-ons available on pc maybe some players who would have given up on console uh, wouldn't give up on pc because they have more help that's for sure so it made, makes it changes the game in some aspects, and that will, of course, have a certain influence on the player base. But just from 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 the general outset, I don't think um, there's a difference between PC players and console players. Okay. I mean, this this goes back to our earlier conversation about how the games change so much, and add-ons with it, and the amount of add-ons. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I, I remember not having things like Raid on the Fire, you know, counters, and we were still fine. Or I just any, or, I just remembered you know, something. What's that? Um, one thing that is really missing at the moment is that the API doesn't give you an information when you block. This is when kind you of block? Missing. Yes, it sounds so simple, but you, you cannot you cannot get block uptimes anymore. You don't see them in easy logs. You don't see them in game. <laughs> Why is that? Because um, when they changed the block system to this uh, new right? system, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that server side. Basically, the API—it's not a buff anymore. It's—it's. It's, I don't know whatever it is, but you can—you cannot—you cannot track it. It's impossible. The only way to, to, to the only thing you can track is whether you hold down the block key or not. But that doesn't really tell you if you block because you can switch weapons, get stunned or whatever, run out of stamina. So at the moment, we have no way of telling when you're blocking. This is something I would say they should add in. It shouldn't yeah. even be a big issue. That's because crazy. for some players, it's hard to say, hard to see if they block, and hard to understand when what when they die. Like um, people die because of I don't know. Suddenly there are cast times in skill, and suddenly they go out of block without them noticing and stuff like that. Mm. Um, especially since there have been a couple of skills that got cast times added these days. So. Um, 
having maybe also for some people who are having troubles to see all these fine details like this this um this block icon that you have in front of you right this this glyph that's in the air right um right. Yes. This is the the, the, the uh, only indication that you block. And if you don't see that, then for some people it might be helpful to get a big fat shield on their screen when they block, so they they know when when something's happening. At least for learning purposes, right? And at the moment we can't do that. There's no way to tell when when people are blocking actually. I mean, it's kind of hard to see this block icon. You know what I mean? When you're taking a boss, <laughs> yeah, you, you because the shield it. is even in the way. You still see it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, yeah, I didn't know that, that you can't even try blocking through the API. That's, that's kind of sus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the other personal request is that they, that they allow better weaving on, on puncturing sweeps and, and jabs. But that's just because Markle is my main, almost the only thing I care about. <laughs> okay, and you said you do take requests into consideration for add-ons, and we got uh, Always, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, someone asked you to make an add-on to make pets invisible. So, something like high group, I guess, but... Ah, these... Um, the, the problem is the 3D world is uh, hardly accessible to add-ons. Um, mm -hmm. Especially, um, what, what we have is we have, like, Harvest Map, these 3D, 3D markers, but they're not uh, available in Dungeons and Trials because Zenimax fears that um, they would oversimplify encounters by... You know, someone making an add-on showing now the group moves to this marker, now the group moves to that marker, and and I'm simplifying that. Okay. This, this happened to World of Warcraft at some point, not when I was playing anymore, but there was a, I think there was a boss where basically two people, so for the full group, or always a pair of people would get a laser beam between them, that killed any people that was in between them, and the only way to play that boss was essentially with an add-on telling you when you were safe or when you were not safe. <laughs> because uh, in, 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 I mean, in, in, in World of Warcraft, you play with twenty-five people, and you ca can imagine uh, right. trying to figure out where where is the safe zone when you have uh, twenty-five people standing there in the midst of, of of some other void zones, right? That you need to avoid. So I don't know. You do you want to avoid a state where you need to depend on add-ons to to <laughs> to survive an encounter, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is this? Couple more questions. Uh, wait, well, this this was not a question. Tell Solomir this. I think I'm falling in love with you, Solomir. Well, it looks like you might have a date after this podcast. <laughs> Let's see. Crunk Yami. Situation is a bit problematic on that respect. What do you mean? Uh, pandemic. Oh, oh well, yeah, yeah. It's just Skype call. But <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah. I, uh, that, that is uh, that is doable, I guess. <laughs> Would other people's add-ons affect another player's gameplay, or like in a trial or dungeon group instance? Can add-ons bug out enemy movements? No. No. Okay. No. All right. The only very very small exception is um, the mapping stuff, right? So add-ons can send mappings although limited and i don't think someone has a really sm so if you don't have then the add-on that receives these pings you just see random pings on the map and and this has a, a, the tiniest of an impact on your system but nothing that should really uh, bother you to be honest okay so okay. that aside other people's add-ons can in no way interact with another client's add-on 
it's something that we add-on developers want to have this channel that sends messages. And I guess at some point this is a performance concern. Right. But Zenimax could limit this to a, like a message per second or whatever to avoid that. Going back to what you said about Blanc not being trackable, uh, we got a couple people commenting. How does LGM or Lilith's group manager recognize that hit is blocked or unblocked then? And then another person said, I have an ah, add-on that tracks the block, issue. but that has a private one and it is working. Um, as I said, what is possible to track at the moment is a function that is called uh, something like is player blocking or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, this uh, is true whenever you hold down the block key, not when... Oh, okay, okay. So it's not checking whether you are actually blocking, like in whether you have resources to block or whether you're not stunned or you're not dodge rolling or anything, but just checking if you, as, as far as I know. Um, Maybe I missed something, maybe they added something, but um, as far as I know, there's no way to block. Okay. To block. And what you can, of course, detect is the combat events. So you see when a hit has been blocked, when it hasn't been blocked, or whether it critted, or whether it is a heal and stuff like that. This is uh, no problem. But to actually see that you are at the moment actively and validly blocking is uh, something, as far as I know, that is missing. Right. At least the last time that I checked. Okay, this is, I think this is going to be the last question we take from Twitch chat. Um, how, uh, I guess, comparison... Okay, how, how would you compare making add-ons for ESO versus add-ons for other MMOs? Is ESO more or less restricted or controlled than other MMOs like World of Warcraft? Or how, do, do you um. only make... Did you only start making add-ons for ESO? I guess that's the question. I started add-ons when playing ESO. I didn't make mm, add-ons for okay. World of Warcraft, but as far as I uh, kind of noticed, because sometimes people, people comment on that, um, World of Warcraft is a bit more liberal on that, or rather the developers um, are more conscious about what to allow. They, they seem to be a bit more... to allow more with respect to add-ons, which I guess is also easier because I think World of Warcraft is only PC. Right. If I hadn't missed anything. And um, I think there they are more conscious about what to allow and what to not allow. And, and it, okay. it's different systems, so it's hard to compare. I mean, there were secret channels that add-ons could communicate with to so send back and forth all kinds of information. Yeah. Okay. Well. Ah, maybe an, a, another interesting thing. At some point, uh, Master Merchant had a feature that kind of managed to slow down the EU server uh -huh. um, because it would aggressively check the guild history and the server couldn't handle that uh, because too many people had this add-on active and were aggressively checking guild history. At that point, they um, limited guild history and limited the way you can access it. Um, oh. For people who are involved in trading, um, this was kind of a big issue i think oh yeah i remember that so, actually <laughs> so this was oh, also no. a situation where add-on could have an impact and which kind of brings in uh, another well issue where right, they might right. be cautious about right yeah which is just using a function to request the guild history to compile like how 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 many sales every player on the guild had right and at yeah. some point this was just over the top they uh, I think they will add something in, in that respect because at the moment it's also very inefficient okay. the way it's, it's handled and um, some developers in that area have um, talked with uh, the interface guy and um, for some some improvements maybe and he will try to get it uh, get it done at some point. 
So um, also there was uh, some recent developments in this whole master merchant uh, stuff that uh, looks pretty good and, and, and will improve soon. Okay, okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Before we wrap this up, do you have anything to say to anyone out there about add-ons or your add-ons or to anyone who's interested in making add-ons if you'd like to say anything? Well, if you're interested in making add-ons, go for it. I mean, especially if you're a bit new to programming, I think it's a very valuable skill to have. Mm -hmm. So if, if ESO or ESO add-ons can be your motivation to, to, to learn more from that, then, then go for it, definitely. Um, for my errands here, yeah, send me feedback or feature requests or bug reports or whatever. Um, I get very, very little of that. I, I checked today that um, at least on, on the ESO UI page, like the last 40 messages go back to August. So that's all the, the, Oof, the stuff yeah. I had to deal with comment metrics, which uh, given that um, between two versions, usually around 100,000 people downloaded. Um, that's um, or 100,000 downloads appear. Um, that feels a bit a bit little, but as I said, I'm I'm trying to improve on that with uh, enabling uh, some 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 Discord channel for that. Yeah, and I'll brainstorm too on that end. Uh, yeah, and and towards other add-ons, yeah. Well, I I also rely on add-ons a lot, so um, also <laughs> big shout out to all the other add-on content creators. Um, like who? Like who? Dogubon, well, for sure. You said Dogubon. Uh, yeah, there's, yeah. Uh, Bertrand, uh, uh, Bertram um, Dogeborn for Lazy Witchcraft, of course, yes. Um, I guess also Assembler Maniac and Mana Vortex for, um, how's it called? Oh yeah, Assembler Maniac. They took up inventory uh, inventory inside for, uh, inventory inside or inventory inside from Ashes. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, very useful add-on to find the stuff wherever I put it. Um, Wotan, of course, um, I have a couple of his add-ons. Um, and all the other <laughs> didn't manage. Uh, NDS, of course, and Beers also. He did a lot of um, really cool um, uh, smaller tools that are really valuable and, and in rating. Um, Code has does very good add-ons and are very good contributions to the theory crafting. He writes this, these nice guides also on the forum, right? These are, these are awesome. Which obviously researched with, with, with help of the API to figure out exactly like like size of, of, of meteors and kinds agus and and uh, right and stuff and like many, that right so yeah uh, add-on coding or at least um, coding can 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 help you with that uh, as well so definitely shout out to all the add-on add-on creators for sure and I really do appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come onto the stream and all that we'll definitely upload this oh it was, a, it was a pleasure thank you yeah thank it was you. pretty fun uh, it was pretty fun and it was it was like really interesting to learn about how. The development of add-ons work, how API, how the API, how the API works, and uh, just learning more about the people behind the add-ons that make quality of life on PC so like it's just such a huge difference. <laughs> like any any add-on you can name that people use, including yours, like Combat Metrics, it's such a, such a huge difference. It really is. Yeah, yeah, I, I I see that as well. Yeah. For uh, also for the other add-ons. But for those of you just tuning in or tuning out, this uh, I'm, this is Soloner from PC Europe. Uh, he is the add-on developer of Combat Metrics, Untaunted, Constellations, Improved Death Recap, Group Damage Share, and Pentest. He's also a reason why 
a lot of people transfer from console. <laughs> so there, yeah, there you go. I, I think half of it is, is is actually the performance. To be honest. Well, yeah, performance yeah, FPS is pretty huge from what a, a console transfers told me, but also the add-ons like uh, common metrics. And, and the add is waiting for patches. Uh, right, right, right. right. Well, I mean, you can't deny your uh, very important role and part in, in our uh, quality of life. So, I think a lot of people earlier uh, while we were talking said a lot of people actually so thank you to you so thank you as well for me it made my life easier can't deny the 3.4 million dollars right <laughs> yeah but yeah uh we'll definitely I i'll think of something maybe like a separate category in the in this discord because there's already a lot of people in this discord and then we can like direct we can make like you know that like professor's list right like okay who teaches what up there in the the Discord. I can yeah, make yeah. a separate one with a separate category for like add-on developers, and then if people have a bug, a bug with you know comment metrics, they can look at the list. Oh, there's a solo there's a add-on, and they'll just add you or something. I mean, that's that way we can you can we can more. Yeah, I mean, if, if there's a category like that, I can also forward that to the other add-on devs. Oh yeah, for sure. Check that out, and uh, that, that there might be some feedback there. All right. But again, thank you so much, Solander. And, uh, yeah, th thanks for having me. It yeah. was, was also fun for me. Yeah, it was really fun. And I think uh, some people are going to ask you out after this. <laughs> Judging from the comments earlier. But yeah, thank you. And, yeah, uh, I couldn't follow the chat. As I said, I'm bad at multitasking, so <laughs> I can't talk mm -hmm. and read at the same time. But yeah, uh, have, a, have a great rest of the day. Hopefully uh, you get some good sleep in how many hours? Four hours? And good luck with your physics dissertation oh, I three hours or so go on and fix fix the constellation stuff right and then let's see okay okay but yeah thanks so much all right and have a good night thanks thanks everyone also in, in, in chat and, and the viewers and yep let me know if you find anything. <laughs> <laughs> Just send bug reports to Solander. Watch people sure. like send you bug reports for things like uh, you know Alpha Gear or something. <laughs> oh, then I say that's not my problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, I'm using dressing room, so don't care. Oh man, <laughs> I don't know. I think Alpha Gear is a better one. In my opinion. Ah, uh, they are pretty much the same, I would say. Yeah. The Africa has this, this nice feature with the with the banking as well, which so far I don't need. But well, everyone has their favorite items. That's fine. <laughs> and yours is lazy red greener. Yeah, or Dogebond. Yes, uh, most important. important most thing. important. Okay. <laughs> For me, you know, well, it's the most most convenient thing. The biggest time saver. It's it's uh, doing the crafting dailies is my my main income so to say so i just depend on that just log in run to the to the to the few points and then be done with it so i, I wouldn't i wouldn't do crafting days and i would have to i guess farm or do other stuff to to get uh well to to, to finance the, the the rating stuff that i need right the the, the potions and uh, whatever so that's my that's why it's so important for me okay yeah all right, man. Have a good night, and I'll see you soon about the whole uh, thing. Yes. Well, I get, again, thanks for having me, and yeah, I guess. Oh no, I should night. thank you for again taking your time to do this. 
And, but yeah, I figure, you know, people, I mean, like I said, not really talked about who makes the islands and who they are, or, you know, stuff like that, and how it actually works, because, you know, people have these misconceptions of add-ons or whatever. Um, like, there's some people out there who think an add-on can just do a rotation for you. <laughs> or, like, uh, I don't know, like... Ah, uh, no, that's yeah. that's the realm of, of, of macros and... Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Screen it's just, grabbers and stuff like yeah. that. That's uh, not what add-ons can do. And then there's some discussions about, you know, how far can add-ons go? Like, we talked about Miet and um, other things. Well, if there's an opening somewhere in the API, then uh, yeah. Yeah. it gives an edge, then someone will eventually do it. But, yeah. We have to deal with it when that happens, right? And Zenimax will usually deal with it as well. For sure, for sure. Sooner or later. Well, hopefully uh, tomorrow's incremental fix for PC is gonna fix a lot of the issues. And then, because I, I saw someone earlier in chat ask about uh, how does common metrics work with the whole desync between lie attack and, and uh, skills. So... Hopefully that's hopefully that gets fixed. Yeah, I uh, I hope for that too because I want to get back to rating and well, yeah. I have to. Oh, you got a rate lead. You're a rate lead. That's that's one thing that surprised me actually. That you're a rate lead. <laughs> oh man, uh, nothing will get past Solander. It's rate lead. Well, I secretly hope at some point someone else will, will take over. Uh, it's not that I need to do it. I, I could use my time better. What are you guys going but for? But then again, I guess it, it kind of brought me into connecting a bit more and then getting into discords. And I guess that's also how I ended up in an easier discord and then everywhere because I needed to collect more information for my rate. I felt that, that I had this responsibility. Right. Yeah. Thank you again so much. For uh, not just for the podcast, but also for the add-ons. I think is what well, I'm um, saying. Right I'm, now. I'm, I'm glad that it's useful. Uh, I'm a bit part of it, as I said, and yep. it's a good thing. I mean, have a uh, good rest of the evening, Solander. Thanks again. Yeah, you too. All right, guys. Good night. Good night, or guten Nacht, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> Gute Nacht. Gute Nacht, gute Nacht. <laughs>